Hi, this is The Greatest Story Ever Played. I'm Dan. I'm Jordan. And today we're going to be talking about Life is Strange True Colors. Yep, so we're talking about Life is Strange True Colors. So, a bold new era of the award-winning Life is Strange begins with an all-new playable lead character and a thrilling mystery to solve. Alex Chen has long suppressed her quote-unquote curse, the supernatural ability to experience, absorb, and manipulate the strong emotions of others, which she sees as blazing colored auras. When her brother dies in a so-called accident... Alex must embrace her volatile power to find the truth and uncover the dark secrets buried by a small town. This is um, produced uh, or is developed by Deck Nine Games, and they are the same studio that developed uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm. So the prequel second game of the first game. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And, and also, uh, from my understanding, what I've read is Square Enix has uh, essentially passed off Life is Strange property to Deck Nine from now on. So Don't Nod, who did the OG and Life is Strange 2, are, aren't doing Life is Strange games anymore, hmm. uh, as far as it looks. And so if there are Life is Strange games after this, it will continue to be Deck Nine. So okay. this might set the stage for what the future could be, I guess. Yep. And yeah, we'll we'll get into thoughts about that, I guess. But yeah, yeah not, not a bad situation to be in. No, definitely not. So before we dig into the episode itself, we did want to go over some non-spoiler thoughts about the game. Yeah, just some things we think about it that, you know, don't reveal any plot points or anything like that, but may give you an idea of if you want to buy this game or, you know, if you want to play it before listening to the rest of the show, you know, whatever, that kind of thing. So we're going to run over uh, a couple of those. And uh, then we'll jump into kind of our full-blown spoiler recap that mm-hmm. we do. So one non-spoiler thought I wanted to start off with is I thought the music felt a bit less a part of this one than the other three games. And not that the music wasn't good. Um, I've been listening to the soundtrack the past couple weeks since I played. I like the music. I think it's good. But in the previous three games, I feel like there's a lot of moments, you know, the episodes would end and you'd hear you know, some song playing, and then you'd see our characters doing things. Mm -hmm. And this one wasn't that way as much, um, which I thought was a little odd. Part of me wondered if it was because they thought people would be streaming it, and so they didn't include songs in those big moments because then they wouldn't get DCMA'd or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's right, because you can't include them in the stream. I always forget about that. Yeah, licensed songs can't be there. and that's so weird. (laughs) Yeah, it seems like a stupid rule in itself, but, like, it seems like the game licensing it should cover it being... You would assume so. Yeah, it should be. But, you know, so there wasn't the, you know, obstacles or Spanish Sahara or no care moments, you know, of the music being used in that specific way. Music was used, but I felt like a lot of times it was in those moments where you would like sit down and you'd look at something and then you'd have a song while you're like looking at good scenery. Those like moments of calm or whatever. So I thought they used the music a little differently, which was uh, a little odd. Yeah, I agree. I... Don't think it, like, I, I don't know. I guess a, maybe it's a preference thing. I wish they would have done it how they did it in the past. Mm-hmm. But, I, yeah, I agree. There, it felt less important, less part of... It added less to the emotional scenes, I guess, than it has in previous games. Right. I don't think that made it less emotional, per se, but it definitely... I feel like it could have punched punched me more than it did, maybe. Yeah, I th- I think that's how I would say too. It, it, it's not like it like ruined the game or anything like that in any manner. 
Uh, more just that that's a thing that the previous games felt kind of known for. Yeah. Like, you have these. And instead, they sort of changed it, which mm-hmm. I thought was a little strange. Like, yep. um, But the music they did use was good. And there were times where they had moments that were more like some of the previous games. But a lot of the time, it seemed like they didn't instead have like an instrumental going instead of mm-hmm. uh, going like... Like, I felt like uh, in Before the Storm, the daughter songs, like those were such a big part of the game mm-hmm. um like when rachel burns the tree down or when chloe tags the bathroom or you know like whatever those were like big in all of them or their montages they do and all that and so it was interesting to see this one changed a little bit yeah that's fair um but the music is good it's really good i liked it when i played it i really enjoyed listening to it mm-hmm. it's good it just was used a little different so yep that was one thing i noticed pretty quickly too mm. um yeah anyway but one one thing I thought was cool is the setting looks really good. Mm-hmm. Like the environment you play in looks really cool. The graphics are substantially better than they have been. I mean, it's next gen, so mm-hmm. that helps a lot. But <laughs> like it, it was a very good looking game. And then also just the uh, the the scenery, the setting, the the town you're in. It, mm-hmm. I like it a lot. So aside from just the graphics, the environment looked really pretty. Yeah, which is part due to graphics but also probably just due to design yeah no totally i would totally visit haven mm-hmm. when like when you get there you're like this is great i you know like i've had colorado on a place i want to visit for a while mm-hmm. but then other vacations have like snuck in instead trumped them yeah yeah and be like oh okay i'll do this instead but you know i'll go to colorado sometime and this one was like you need to go yeah it looks dope if a place like, like this exists i'm gonna it, it is probably based on some kind of real life town i think it's based on boulder Oh. Is what I heard. I oh, that's know. cool. That's I don't, true. I don't know if that's right, but I think that's what I heard. Older. Yeah, it'd probably be sweet. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But I agree. The graphics look great. It, it, it's definitely the best looking game yes. of the series. Yeah, hands down. And it's also the newest, so that probably just due to that. But that that's true. It should. You, you played on PlayStation Five, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Same. Which um, helps a lot. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that definitely helps. Yeah, I thought that was great. Another thing in the game I liked is I thought the characters being in their 20s was a good upgrade. You know, they could go to bars. It felt like they were more my peers than in any other game. You know, Mm -hmm. the other ones, they're teenagers and stuff. So it's more like you relate to them in that you were a teenager Mm -hmm. a while ago, but like not forever ago (laughs) kind of thing. And you're like, oh yeah, I remember eight years ago or 10 years ago. I might do something like that, you know, Mm -hmm. at the times you've played them. But um, this one instead, they felt closer to your peers kind of thing. And I thought that worked out well. I think some of the serious situations they could be in or, you know, whatever, it felt more like, yeah, I could see this. Like it, it fit. And I thought that was a good change. Um, yeah, I, I did like that too. Uh, I didn't really think about, like it felt so normal and natural that I didn't really think about, oh yeah, in the previous games, they were all substantially younger, um, you know, early to late high school, I guess, generally. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think... Yeah, all the characters were at least 20s, or some were even older, but mm-hmm. I guess the most important characters were 20s. Mid-20s, maybe? Yeah, because it seemed like Alex oh. was probably early 20s, and maybe some of your main ones, but yeah, it seemed like every, most people were probably in that like yeah. mid-20s, maybe early 30s if they were a little older, but... Yeah, probably mid-20s. Yeah, which... I don't know. That was cool. Yeah. Everyone was at least 21. Yeah. That's right. That's for sure. Yeah. Right. It, it never comes up of not being yeah. 21. <laughs> yeah. 
I think related to characters, I I think there to me it felt like there was less characters than in, even the first game, definitely the second game, then before the storm, comparable I guess because yeah. it was just mostly Rachel and Chloe. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like that. I, it felt like they got to flush out the characters more, um, so each one felt more important. Like they had their own uh, contribution to the plot that was necessary mm-hmm. even the ones that you don't see that much still felt like oh you're part of this small town and like you do this and like that's somewhat related to this story going going forward yeah. which I, I liked a lot and maybe i'm just thinking about life is strange 2 specifically where there was a lot more characters and i think they got this right right yeah because yeah and especially life is strange 2 i guess since that's the most recent one we played those characters were around for an episode or two yeah kind of thing versus here you met your people super early and then you were with them. And mm-hmm. it, it was, I think, more like being in Arcadia Bay at the school where it was like you had your smaller group of people you mostly knew kind of thing. And I, yeah. yeah, I agree. I like that change. And I felt like each of the characters we did get to know were real people. They had real things going on and mm-hmm. you could engage with them, which is pretty cool. Yep. Another thing I would say about this game is... This is my favorite Life of Strange game since the original. So I guess I'd put it in second place overall. But I think it's pretty close to the original. Like, I really love the original. And this one isn't, like, terribly far behind. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was a really it was really good, I think, like, switching to one location from being on the road yep. in the previous game. Like, that was, that was a good change. I think it was good they did the adventure to try to go on the road and see what that would be like. But... It does seem like an essence of this series being good is like a small location with a smaller set of characters yep. and that personality it brings and all of that. But I thought they, by and large, really nailed this. I wasn't really sure what we'd get mm-hmm. or anything going in. Like I was like, well, it's Life is Strange game. I'm going to buy it. We'll talk about it yeah. kind of thing. But, uh, you know, that's our thing. We like it. But I wasn't sure what we'd exactly get. And I feel like they really delivered here and definitely have like positive hopes for future stuff they want to do yeah that's a good good point so you put this up above before the storm mm-hmm. okay yeah it's, it's just so hard for me like i think max and chloe just makes it i think just puts the first game in a whole different category and then as a result before the storm also because it's connected to them to mm-hmm. some extent but i do think as far as gameplay story character development you know all that shit it's definitely up there. I haven't had enough time to think about it if I like it more than... I definitely like it more than this Life is Strange 2. Yeah. Which isn't a bad game, but... Yeah, I just... I agree. This small setting, one location, fleshing out characters. I think they got back to, like, Life is Strange roots more. Like, the first game, where they have... Uh, yeah. It's just... I think it got, they got back to the roots there. So if you like the first game a lot, didn't really like the second one as much, this game is... It goes back towards the first one. Right. Yeah, I think so, too. I feel like it kind of um, captured some of the, like, quote-unquote magic of the first one. The mm-hmm. things that, like, drew you in about the first one. I think there are some things in this, in their own way, that kind of capture that. And I think that's why it goes ahead for me. Yeah. On those. Like, I think Before the Storm had some really good parts. I think Life of Strange 2 did also. But this one, I feel like, end-to-end just yeah. kind of did it more for me. Um, yeah, that's fair. All in all. Yeah. So that's where I'd rank it. But also, I finished it a few weeks ago, so I've been thinking about it for that's a That's fair. Um, whereas I think you finished it sometime this week. I finished it this week, yeah. So and that makes sense. There's definitely parts of it I like more than the first Life is Strange game. Like certain aspects of it. I yeah. don't want to, no spoilers, but there's certain things like that I think that 
make it better. But then I think overall, yeah, first game. I think I would agree. I think it's probably my second favorite. Nice. At least right now. If you held a gun to my head, I'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm just going to go again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt shorter to me, too, than other Life is Strange games. Maybe I just know how to play them, so I didn't went through it faster. Like, I feel like it was like nine-ish hours for me, maybe. Yeah. Um, I forget how long the first one took, and I, I forget the, the second one. The second one felt longer to me. Yeah. I wonder if it's because it was episodic, and this one I just got to kind of play straight through. Yeah. Yeah, I think mine was around 10 hours, so not much longer than yours. Mm-hmm. I think you are right. I think that the previous ones went a little longer. Like... I don't feel like they were just two hours an episode before. I feel like they were a little bit more. Maybe yeah. like two and a half or uh, occasionally three or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I do think it was a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Yeah, which, hey, I, it's not bad. Um, I'm not complaining here. Yeah. I feel like with mine being 10 hours, I didn't do everything, but I do feel like I did a lot. Like yeah. there are some things I was looking at online and I was like, oh, I didn't do that. Yeah, I but think I missed a lot in, like, in the town. Yeah, but there weren't a ton of things I missed. Like I did try to look at everything because in definitely the first two games i didn't see as much thing because i felt like i went a little too quick yeah in life is strange too i think i did better at lingering and trying to see everything and so i really tried to do that here and mm-hmm. i think i did draw a decent job at it there are some things i definitely saw afterwards that i missed and i was like ah shit that would be yeah. cool to do but uh, same with me i think i definitely didn't look at everything i think it's kind of one of those catch 22s where i like the story so i wanted to progress see what happened and in doing so, I kind of didn't explore everything. So, like, oh, I just want to know what's going to happen. Right. So, I kind of screwed myself. <laughs> but, yeah. No, yeah, that's fair. That is kind of a catch-22 of, like, I want to keep going, but also, like, there's these little pieces mm-hmm. that you can get that are cool. So, yeah, I, I do think it was a little shorter, even trying to do it all. I'm sure if you did every single thing, it would still probably be shorter than the other games, I would think. And I bet if you were going fast... Like, I, I imagine I explored a little more than you, but mm-hmm. you still explored some. Yep. I bet if you just tried to blaze it, I bet it could be, like, eight hours or something. Yeah. I would wonder. Yeah. Which then that would definitely... I mean, I guess if you blaze things, then, of course, it'll be shorter. But, like, yeah. you know, I, I do think overall, though, it was shorter. Yeah. Um, and, I, I don't know, I would have preferred a little more. I think there are some things that if they were beefed up a little more, that would have been cool. And yep. I would have taken that extra interaction. Yep. Um, you know, I have some more thoughts about that at the end. I don't want to spoil anything, but... Cool. Um, yeah, could have been longer. It was a good amount of time. Just with how good the story was, I wish there was more to, to do, more to grasp onto. Yeah, totally. I get that. My final thought is about kind of your price progression for this game, because yeah. I think it's sort of notable. I've seen people talk about it online, but so the base game for this is 60 bucks, which is you know, kind of your standard AAA game price yep. uh, at this point. And if you went and bought the uh, Ultimate Edition, that was $80, which is what I did. That came with the Wavelength Steph DLC that's coming out um, later this week. And then also the Life is Strange and Before the Storm remasters mm. in it. Um, so $80 for me is the most I've ever spent on a video game. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah. For sure. I yep. you know, I don't normally buy games right when they release, but this was one I was going to and I was gonna get the DLC, so I thought I might as well go for the ultimate. Spend mm-hmm. eighty bucks. Uh, I did that, that's cool. But I think when you bring in the perspective of the other Life is Strange games and their prices, 
I don't know. I think it's worthy of a discussion. So the original Life is Strange, that came out, uh, I don't know, 2015 or something. And it was 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and more or less the model then seemed to be five bucks an episode. I think Before the Storm was roughly in that area too. Mm-hmm. I think it ended up being around $25 for four episodes. Okay. Sort of thing. Life is Strange 2 came out though, uh, 2018, I think. Was oh, when man, that was first it? one came oh, wow. fall twenty eighteen, yeah, okay. and it was forty bucks. So it was like okay, it's eight bucks an episode now. It's mm-hmm. moved up. Sure, I remember when we had that, we were like, eh, that's a little much, but like, or you know, you you felt the cost inflation or mm-hmm. whatever. And so then to have it go up again for sixty, I think that some people are like, ah, that's kind of a lot. And I don't know. I think there's a lot of debate you could do on either way. I guess to me, the biggest thing I was thinking is if the people that work at Deck 9, if $60 makes their work life reasonable, mm-hmm. I'm going to pay $60, you know, 100%. Yep. Have zero issue with that. Um, if it makes making their job easier and they're not crunched all the time or, you know, whatever, cool. A- and make, like, reasonable money for doing their job, like something yeah. that's fine. 100%, I'll pay $60, no questions asked, no issue at all. If it just makes some guy at Square Enix more money, uh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Um, this game should be forty dollars in that case. Yeah. You know? And not. And again, not. I don't think that uh, quantity of time like makes a game more worth the money. You know, just because your game is fifty hours, if those fifty hours aren't all good, it doesn't mean that it's yeah, worth. If half of it's walking, like. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. If it's just a bunch of boring fetch quest or something, that doesn't make it worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and I think that. I don't know. There's all sorts of 10 or 12 hour games that people would pay $60 for and not mind. I think the Uncharted games are probably around that price hmm. and, or they are that price and they're probably around that length. Okay. And I don't think people would say this game's too short for $60. Yeah. So I think Life is Strange is just fine to be in that mode. I think it does probably need to be a little beefed, uh, a little bigger to ca- cause for that price point to like be solid. Because mm-hmm. if you did finish it in like eight hours or nine hours like you... I could understand being like, eh, 60 was maybe a bit much. If it was 40, I wouldn't have thought about the price. Yeah. But 60 makes you think about it a little bit because it's, yeah. it is putting itself among the other $60 games you'd buy. Yeah. I, it's just tough. So, and on, on one hand, you do. So, with the first Life is Strange, I wouldn't call it a AAA. No. It was, I don't know what the term would be. Indie. It's straight up indie game. Yeah, I think this it would is be still more. Indie feel, but it's a, this is a mainstream series at this point. So, unfortunately, you have to you pay more money for a mainstream. It's just how it works. Right. And I'm not saying I agree with that. That's just, that's how things go. So, in some ways, like, sure, you know, you're going to have to pay more for something that's more popular. Just how, how economy works, whatever. But, on the other hand, I think that you're also paying 60 bucks for, like, yeah, the, the length isn't there. And I, I agree, it should, there should, it would have been nice if there's you know, an hour or two more or whatever they would have put in would have been cool. But you're also paying for a really good story mm-hmm. that you get to experience. And in some ways, it I think the experience like continues because you think about it, you feel it. Yep. it. Like, especially with the first game, I remember, you know, listening to songs. I'm like, oh, fuck. And like, it, yeah. it makes me think or feel. And I played the game five years ago. Right. So things like that. You're also paying for that experience, which I think is probably worth 60 bucks. Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm in no manner... Uh upset that i spent 60 dollars mm, sounds like you're pissed <laughs> uh, at, at all I, th- I think more just an important discussion to engage mm-hmm. on because i've seen that quite a bit online of yeah uh varying people being like eh, yeah 60 was too much blah 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 and i would say you are right i think it is more on the triple a tier triple a tier yeah is like you know it's not uncharted or last of us or something 
But it's more in that conversation than, um, I don't know, Night in the Woods or something yeah. like that. You know, that game was, I don't know how much it cost at release, but probably 25 bucks. And yeah. that would make sense. Like, what, what um, God, After Party, who made that game? Night School Studio. And what was the first? Uh, an Oxenfree. Yeah. So yeah. that was, again, great, bet, good indie games, but I bet they're 25 bucks. I, I actually wonder if, what was, God, After Party? I wonder if that was even more than Oxenfree, because Oxenfree was pretty popular. Not... Triple A, like, uh, everyone's buying this game. But I, I wonder if they increased in popularity. I, I might look that up later. Yeah, I wonder if After Party's price increased from Oxenfree. Yeah, I wonder if it went Because that would be a good... 25 to 40. Yeah. I don't feel like it was 40. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, again, that was, what, four years ago? Three yeah, years ago? Yeah, it was a little while ago. I don't remember the price either. But... Yeah. All in all... Yeah. I, I guess the things I would say is it does feel like they're trying to push put themselves in a AAA status. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. I think that's cool. I think that's good for the series. You know, if this again also, if however much this people this game makes and is spent on it ensures that there's more of them, that's also worth it. <laughs> yep. So uh, if it's profitable, they're gonna keep making them. Yeah, they're gonna keep making them. They'll keep Deck Nine going. <laughs> I guess my yeah my main thing I would want in that is people at Deck Nine to have good working lives, yes. and if this allows for that. That is my top priority. If it doesn't, then it just makes a guy at Square Enix more money. Yeah. I'm not into that. I agree completely. That's nope. yeah. That's kind of line in the sand for me. Is like, if you're just trying to cash off this, right? For I mean, and you're treating your devs like dog shit, mm-hmm. or you're just treating them okay. I don't know. I feel people, the devs should be rewarded for making really good games. The writers should be rewarded for writing really good narrative, right? And they should get more if they made 50 percent of 25 bucks they should make 50 percent of 60 bucks like that's just right yeah that should go they shouldn't they, still make 50 percent of 25 right and if they are they should strike <laughs> no right yeah yeah they, yeah they should be compensated accordingly yeah mm-hmm. i would agree with that and i do think also i guess if still hearing all of this and you're not sure you want to spend 60 bucks that's fine i get that i guess the other side of that is single player games go on sale pretty fast yeah i wouldn't be surprised if Christmas time. If like Christmas time, this 40 is forty. Bucks. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if in a year it's twenty. Like that. That's just how that goes. Yeah. I, I think for me too. I, I th- actually, I guess another good thing about this is, we you know paying bigger up front now. I also am ready to pay bigger up front next time. Um, mm-hmm. The way that I operate a lot is I I tend to buy games on sale. That's like what I do. But then if I like the series, I'm gonna pay full price the next time around. If I want to, it, you know, to support it because, you know, I didn't support it mm-hmm. really fully the last time around, mostly supported it by talking about it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. More, more PR. Which is good. Yeah. PR. Yeah, yeah. That matters. But um, you give us free games. What the hell? <laughs> Should have gotten a free game. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. Maybe, maybe next time. If, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll Tech Nine, if you want to give us the next one for free. We'll bug them. Uh, or we'll sabotage their game by saying it sucks and lying. <laughs> <laughs> but, Yeah. I, I thought that was kind of a worthy discussion, though, before we get into the mm-hmm. game, because I know I've seen it around a little bit. Yeah, um, that's definitely fair. Cool. Okay. I think that wraps our non-spoiler section, and now we're going to move towards our recap. Um, so, spoilers from here on. Uh, if you don't want spoilers, go leave, come back, all that stuff. Um, but from here on, we're going to spoil it, going through the story, our decisions, uh, a lot of listener feedback on the decisions, too, so excited to hear from other people as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so that's what's coming from here. But first, we'll talk about our characters. Uh, I think just setting the stage and hitting up the, I don't know, 10-ish characters who come in most primarily uh, will be helpful because we're going to be talking about these people throughout. So, characters. Starting up first, we've got Alex Chen. She is our playable character. Empathy's her superpower. So, essentially, 
she can feel other people's emotion uh, emotions. Mm-hmm. And so that can be things like they're mad. And so I feel mad because they're near me feeling mad or sad or whatever. Yeah. Or you can like uh, touch their memories essentially mm-hmm. and be able to um, feel what they're thinking about. Almost. I think if the emotion's strong enough. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's points in the game where there's like an object mm-hmm. that's connected to some feeling past or something, even in the past. And then she can, like, hear the memory almost. Right. And then in the moment, if someone's feeling something strong, she can also kind of read their mind as to why they're feeling it. Right. She can't, like... And the, the game portrays it as audibly hearing it. But I imagine she more just knows why they feel it. So right. she's... It's probably for the, the player more than anything. Right, yeah. Um, and she's in her early 20s. Yeah. I would say. At least 21. Yeah, at least 21, because... <laughs> She ends up uh, working at a bar and drinking beer at the bar. And <laughs> yeah. no one says anything. So yeah, it's, while on shift. Yeah, yeah. while on shift. So or it's just Colorado and they're like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think that 21, though, uh, for her. So, or at least. So, yeah, that's first up. Next up, we've got Gabe uh, Chen. That's Alex's brother, who uh, she's estranged from. And so that's sort of what catapults the game, mm-hmm. uh, which I think we'll talk about more. But she yeah. ends up coming to visit Gabe and um, kind of reunite with him uh, mm-hmm. that they've been separated. And he's older brother, so I don't know. He's probably like 25 or 28 yeah, or something. Yeah, he's four years older. Okay. Yeah, four years older. Cool. Um, I can get the next couple if you want. Yeah, do it. Yeah, we got Ryan Lucan. He's uh, Gabe's best friend. He's a park ranger. He's similar age, pretty cool guy, burly, mm-hmm. likes to wear flannels and has a beard. Yep. <laughs> very park rangery. Yeah, very Colorado. <laughs> yep. My guy. Uh, we got Steph Gingrich. She's Gabe's best friend. She works at the record store and also runs like the town radio station, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. And also know her from Before the Storm, that she was at Blackwell and um, was one of Chloe's friends who played D&D with her. Oh, uh, but, oh that's right. Did you not realize? I that? didn't realize oh that my until just now. Holy shit! She looked really familiar. It's like who? That's so funny. Oh man, yeah. I didn't. Okay. And again, it's been a long time since I played. Before the storm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, dude, you're right. She yeah. Where's that hat? And has the hat? In the, yep. Yep. Yeah. So very cool that she came back. Mm-hmm. Um, was great that she was back for this game. And um, a main character. And a main character. Yeah. She had a huge role in this game. Oh yeah. She was more side. And the last one. Mm-hmm. Then we've got Charlotte Harmon. She's Gabe's girlfriend. She also owns a pot dispensary. Yeah. Um, very Colorado. Yeah, very Colorado again. Then we've got Ethan Lambert. That's Charlotte's son, who is maybe like 10. Yeah. And he like makes comic books and draws and all that stuff. Likes D&D and yeah. monsters and etc. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Diane Jacobs. She's a lawyer from Typhon. It's like this mining company that's huge. Yeah, and is she, she a lawyer? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I believe she works for them. I couldn't tell if she was just some like admin person, but you're, I think you're probably right. Yeah, I think she's a lawyer for them. Okay, um, and is not brand new to the town, but newer. Yeah, like she's the newest person there besides before Alex. It yeah. seems like. Yeah. Then you've got uh, Jason Pike. He's the sheriff in town, so. Kind of small town sheriff kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, knows uh, everyone. No, yeah, knows everyone. The town itself is small, so it seems like it's a place where everyone knows everyone. And like, he's a sheriff because you need a sheriff. But like, <laughs> it, it, everything seems pretty chill. I would say, but yep. in large, at the town, everyone knows everyone. There's probably not crime going on, like all that. Yep. And then you've got Jed Lucan. He's a bar owner. 
um, where Gabe works. Uh, he's Ryan's dad, and he's also a local legend that kind of he's renowned in the town for some events that happened in the past, mm-hmm. and so he's kind of a um, almost like a small town celebrity to them. Yeah. Like he's he's recognized. Everyone's like, "Oh, Jed thinks this. So that's cool." Like yeah, he's, he's that kind of guy. Kind of like the unofficial mayor. Right. Kind of. Right. He also has a really cool mustache and beard. Mm-hmm. He's got like a cowboy mustache that goes real far out and kind yeah. of curls. Real cool looking. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Eleanor Lathe? Is that how you say that, maybe? Yeah, I think you're right. Um, she owns a flower shop. She's just kind of an old grandma, mm-hmm. warm, friendly lady. Um, Riley Lathe, she is obviously Eleanor's daughter, and she works at the flower shop with her. She's um, the next character, Max's girlfriend, and she's like... Trying to get into a school, college. Right. It seems like she's, if she's not a senior in high school, she might be in college, like college age, but maybe is trying to go out of state. So that made me think, like just with the ages of how things worked, that maybe she's doing like community college or online college right now, mm-hmm. but is thinking about going to like a bigger school. Yeah. And because when we meet her in a minute, she's applying to a school, but yeah, because of the ages, that made me think she's maybe doing some schooling now and now wants to like you know go to the university of colorado or like somewhere bigger that won't keep her at home Mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah um as you said then we've got mac laden he's riley's boyfriend he also works at typhon um also typhon is kind of the main economy of this town yeah they um they employ the most people yeah besides people that own random stores and stuff right so a lot of the characters we know work for different places that aren't owned by typhon but like Typhon itself, I, I think, is the thing that keeps the town afloat because a lot of the people that work there work for Typhon yep. kind of thing. And then last up, we've got uh, Reginald McAllister III, a.k.a. Ducky. <laughs> um, he's an old man, and he's a longtime resident of Haven. Uh-huh. I think him and Jed are close and go back a long time, and he's uh, a nice guy. Yeah. And I, I liked him as a side character. Yeah, he reminded me of, like, a, a southern guy. Like... Not a shitty southern plantation owner, sure. <laughs> but like a southern guy. I don't know how to describe him. Real well-spoken. Yeah. Seems like he would wear suits if he could and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, he's he's funny. His communication is... Elaborate. Yeah, it's elaborate and he'll uh-huh. like, you know, go into things and he's a nice guy. He And even his like text messages, he signs them like his full <laughs> yeah. name and yeah. all that. Yeah. It's like people that have... Sorry if you're one of these people, but have the yeah their signatures and their texts. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, but he's an old guy, so it's kind of funny. Yeah, you know, it's nice. He's super endearing. Yeah, he, he's a good guy. Okay, so those are our characters. Hopefully, this gives a good lay of the land. Um, so now we will get into the recap. Also, we're doing the whole game. I guess we didn't say that off top, but we're doing the whole game. It was released as a whole thing, but it is divided into chapters, a little similar, or similarly to. The previous Life is Strange games where they did episodes. But since they released it all at once, we thought it was best to go through it all at once. There are chapter breaks. We won't maybe specifically acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. But as the game goes, there are chapter breaks and you'll get spots where you would get stats and it would show you your couple key decisions and then kind of your minor decisions that happened in the episode too. So uh, probably a little more similar to how Life is Strange 2 did their stat system, I would say. Because there were, you know... In, like, the OG Life is Strange or a Telltale game, there's five big decisions they show you. Yeah. In this, instead, not every chapter had five big decisions. Yeah. Some might have one. Some might have three. But mm-hmm. then there'd be another page or two of, here's eight other decisions or ten other decisions you made that are of more or less consequence. Kind yeah, of and you know when there's a big decision because it, like, freezes. 
Yeah. And then it tells, like, it's, they make it really obvious, which is nice. Yeah, they still do do the Life is Strange big decision moment. Yeah. They let you know when they do happen that way. Mm. So those are there. Also, for a recap, we highlighted, I don't know, four or five of the big decisions um, to talk about. So we didn't talk about everyone. We didn't. Yeah, note them all. We might talk about our differences on those decisions along the way, but we wanted to pull out kind of the biggest ones that we felt were most important slash uh, seem to have a good split difference to be able to dialogue as to why people did different things. Yep. So that's uh, sort of where we're at. So yeah, full on, we will jump into our recap. So our game begins and we've got Alex talking to a counselor who is talking to her about moving out on her own. And it, to me, it felt like the counselor didn't really want her to leave and was trying to discourage her from leaving by asking questions like, yeah. do you think you could work with people? Do you think you'll be able to handle yourself? Like that kind of thing. Yeah, because it seems like there's been a bunch of like incidents with Alex's power that the counselor doesn't know about it. or Apparently no one does except Alex at this point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's incidents where she'll like freak out on someone or, you know, absorb their emotion then just act out because she... Can't, can't control it. Right. So, yeah, I think her counselor's kind of worried about her not being counseled still, I guess. Right. It's the vibe I got, too. Yeah. And I think Alex is kind of, like, it feels like an exit interview for her, where she doesn't, like, really want to do this. And it's yeah. like, you know, I'm going to see family. You shouldn't, I don't know, be coming down on me in this situation, almost, uh, yeah. sort of thing. So that's sort of how it feels. Then we have Alex getting off a bus at Haven Springs. She's going to meet her brother on the bridge inside the town who she hasn't seen in years. I think um, eight years? Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. And they also haven't, like, really kept up in that time either. It's not like they'd exchange emails periodically or something. Instead, it's like, you've been gone, and then they've recently reconnected, and Alex was like, all right, this group home thing that I'm living at um, and getting counseling at and stuff, this sucks. I'm going to get out of there. And since she's an adult, she can check herself out and leave. So she does. And um, they reunite. And right away, you get to experience Alex's power, um, which is different than previous Life is Strange games. Usually, you have a trauma moment, and then the power is unleashed, it seems. Mm -hmm. In this one, instead, you have it right away. And you see this as uh, Alex greeting Gabe, and, you know, it's a little awkward because they don't really know each other anymore. And you see this blue aura around Gabe and that he's sad, kind of that, oh, wow, you've grown up and I miss that. Yeah, he's kind of worried that you're going to hate him or, I don't know, just be kind of frustrated, like, you abandoned me, things like that. And you know that because Alex's power. So you kind of get your first interaction here of, like, you can interact with the person who has the feelings and kind of ease their emotion if it's like sadness you can kind of tell them what they need to hear to understand that you're you're not pissed right Uh, yeah so i think you know there's that apprehension of like will she accept me or like things like that and so Mm -hmm. i think you can like choose to hug him or yeah things like that and kind of affirm hey i'm here which is cool Mm -hmm. yeah i went for the hug i assume you did too yeah i did for sure not the business handshake no (laughs) (laughs) i felt like this was you know real family reunion let's go on yeah also before this um 
you do get your first moment of calm. You can sit on the bridge and look out at the mountains. Yeah. And I did that. I did. Yeah, I did that. A nice soundtrack comes in. You look at it and you're like, this place is amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah. I would, I would live there. <laughs> yeah. I would live there. That's what it felt like right away. And so it felt sort of um, freeing. Like you're in this new place. It's great. You reconnect with your brother and things are moving along. And um, you feel like a new life is getting to start. You know, mm-hmm. um, we don't know what happened to Alex before, but it feels sort of hopeful. Yep. moving forward i'd say and so gabe explains you guys start walking into town he's like so uh you know me i fucked up i said something dumb and i gotta apologize to my girlfriend so we gotta stop at this flower shop because <laughs> yeah. i gotta get some stuff for her. <laughs> yeah. like, okay gabe um and it already feels like you're in that moment you're like all right this is silly mm-hmm. and inside the flower shop you meet riley she's working in the counter there she's also nervous because she's trying to write this essay to get into a college. Mm-hmm. And Gabe has been giving her advice on it. And she asked for your advice also in this of like, um, do I be honest or do I yeah, try about to sound your impressive? Like weaknesses. Yeah. Gabe's like, yeah, be honest. Like, you're too caring. You saved too many puppies or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah, it was silly. Yeah. And, and you see that they have a good friendship and Gabe has been cool trying to help her. You, you try to give some advice. As well, it gets the flowers, and you head off. Uh, Gabe goes to his girlfriend's house to apologize to her. He's like, hey, uh, it might be a while, so, you know, you could wait out here or wander around, whatever. I'll find you. And so you're like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, and Ethan shows up, who is Charlotte's son, and she's like, oh, yeah, this will probably be a while, um, you know. Gabe always gets in trouble and they have to talk. <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's funny. I'm like, all right, so Gabe's kind of being a dad here. This is this is funny. Yeah, yeah, it's silly. And and Ethan is in no manner negative about it. He's more mm-hmm. poking fun at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then you start talking to him. You end up getting to bond with him about comic books. Um, you, like, talk casually about them for a minute. And he's like, actually, I drew one. And he gives you an issue and shows you it. And it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like. And he has a character he made called Thanor. Thanor. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty cool. It's like a, he's he's uh, excited about this. And I thought it was nice that you could encourage that. And yep. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that was awesome. Then he also uh, lets it slip that he likes to sneak into a nearby mine. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, sometimes I explore and do this. And then he's like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that probably. And you're like uh yeah probably not like i didn't really like promise i wouldn't say anything i just kind of like i forget what i said here i i just was kind of like uh you probably shouldn't do that or something or be safer yeah because does it give you three options i think i don't remember what i said none of them were like harsh but yeah none of them were quite accepting either i don't think yeah so you have that talk and then you decide all right well cool seeing you ethan I'm going to go explore the town. You know, it's my first day. So you wander into the record store nearby. And while you're looking around, you see that there is a radio station inside of the record store. Mm -hmm. You've got uh, Steph in there jamming, playing tunes and all that. And she ends up holding two records up to you through the glass and is like, which one should I play? And you pick one and then she'll be like... Uh, this record, courtesy of some chick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, all right, this is cool. Like, I'll take it. Yeah, Colorado's fun. Um, then you end up meeting Ryan inside, and he figures out who you are. He's like, oh, you're Alex. Gabe's been talking about you so much. And you're like, 
Yeah. Um, also, through this time, you have seen that Alex is kind of shy or maybe has some anxiety around people, um, which you don't know what her past is at this point, but it does seem like it's been challenging. Mm-hmm. And so I think she's slow to trust people and stuff like that. Yep. Um, but you do bond with Ryan a little bit. He, he lets you know that the record store is actually closed, but uh, that he was he had gotten in because he was buying an album of bird sounds. <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. Yeah, it's really funny. But he is like, oh, you can you can pick something up here. It's fine. Like, you're one of Gabe's friends. Uh, or, you know, you're Gabe's family. You're good. Mm-hmm. And you guys try to track down an album Gabe pre-ordered. Um, because Alex wants to get Gabe a gift for, like, welcoming her to town. You end up finding a, a record he does have. On hold? On hold. This is the most Life is Strange quest of all time. Mm-hmm. So you have to find the uh, clipboard of hold items, and it's underneath this cat. And you have to get the cat to move, because it's really mean. Yep. That's <laughs> really fun. Yeah, it was silly. It was a very Life is Strange quest. Yeah, very silly, but, like... This is so important. I need this list. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> exactly. But you do find it. You find out what he had on hold, and you take it and buy for it. Then, as once you buy it and you have gotten that done, Steph burst out of the radio station, uh, pissed. She's got the red glow around her, so he, you can tell she's angry because she's yelling at someone on the phone. <laughs> yeah. But also that red aura. You're like, okay, this is what anger looks like. Yeah. Cool. Not good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Ryan is like. You can go deal with whatever that is. I'll take over. I can watch this. I can watch the store. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can watch the station. I'll I'll play the next song. I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And Steph's thankful and heads off. Gabe shows up, and then Alex and Gabe head off to Gabe's apartment. And then in here, yeah, they head off to Gabe's apartment. I think on the way back to the apartment, you mentioned you met Ethan. Yeah. You mention you meet Ethan, and Ethan is Gabe's like essentially backup dad or dad too, of yeah. sorts. So Ethan's dad, actual dad, is still in the picture. Um, he's somewhere. He comes up later. Yep. Um, but that Gabe has kind of fallen. He like become in that role that him and Charlotte and Ethan are a family of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ethan likes him a lot. And Ethan likes him a lot. He likes Ethan a lot. Mm-hmm. And in your conversation. Heading back to the apartment. I, I think this is where this happened. I feel like my notes might be a little out of place here, but um, I think this. Yeah, this is where it happened. Cause yeah, you mentioned Ethan when you when you're walking back. Yeah, and yeah, you you mention him, and you have the option to volunteer information, um, which is where your first kind of big decision we want to highlight is: is are you going to tell Gabe that Ethan goes and hangs out in the mines or not? Yeah. So I ended up. I told Gabe. Yep. It, like, I don't know. It just seems really unsafe. I mean, mines generally seem bad to go into mm-hmm. if you're any miner, like any person, but especially if you're a 10-year-old kid at night. Like, like no, sorry, man. going to have to rat you out. The only the only hesitancy here was, like, well, maybe Ethan might hate me. I'd rather him hate me than be dead. So I could see this backfiring later. Right. That was kind of my thought. Yeah. my My thought was similar in that, like... Greater good. Keeping kids' trust is really important in general, but this is beyond, like, I don't know, telling that you smoke cigarettes sometimes or something like that, you know? Like, playing in a mine is super dangerous. Like, you could you could die 
kind of thing. Yeah. Like, and no one would know where you are kind of thing. Yeah. So I was like, I should share this information and like Gabe can use it as he will mm-hmm. sort of thing. But I feel like I will have done my part. So mm-hmm. yeah, I did the same thing. I shared um, 53% of people did this. But 47% of people didn't. So actually pretty split here. Kind of surprised. what to do. I am a little bit too. Um, but it, it felt like it was um, uncertain what this decision could mean. Uh, which was good. And I think is probably why the split happened. Yep. But feedback wise, um, we've got a bit here. First up, we've got Alyssa on Twitter and said, um, I did tell about the plans as it felt like the right thing to do. Supporting Gabe in his dad plus role. Yep, um, I yeah, agree. Gabe called himself dad plus. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I think he's like, I'm his buddy, but also, you know, I'm a dad uh, now. Dad plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that fun. was funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, makes sense. Yep. Callum on Twitter said, definitely was the safest thing to do for Ethan and didn't want to lose the trust of Gabe or Charlotte. Yep. Yeah, right on. Same. Mark on Twitter said, yes, why wouldn't I? A random kid tells me, hey, I'm going to do something dangerous. Don't worry about it. I'm going to be like, where are your parents? <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. Totally. Ren on Twitter says, I did, so also told. Nice. Christopher on Twitter said, hell yeah. What kind of big sister figure would she be if the kid got killed on her first day in town? Yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, this random kid told me this thing, but I didn't think it was important. Like, now everyone in town hates you. <laughs> yeah. I gotta go. Yeah, that would be a bad bad day one. Tiny Untired on Twitter says, Totally. If there's one thing I've learned in Life is Strange, don't let little kids go out into the wilderness yeah. alone. Yep. Yeah, that's true. And in real life, too. Yes. Um, Adam on Twitter said, I did. You can find plenty of posters and my Mac, my block, and a my block, question mark, post warning about the detonation long before you get a chance to warn Gabe. I probably still would have warned without all of those, but definitely can't let the kid go up there if it's going to, to blow. That's a good point. I didn't, I don't remember seeing these things, but like, that's, if you see these posts about detonations, you're like, you're not going up there, you fucking idiot. Like, yeah, trying to get blown up. I, I did see these signs. So there were signs that were around that were like, sirens will play at seven o'clock or something. Detonation will soon follow or something like that. And yeah, the my block, which is essentially their version of Twitter um, in the game. Um, but I, I didn't see the my block one, but I did see the postings around town and I got that vibe of, okay, it's a mining town. So they blow stuff up periodically mm-hmm. to make new stuff. But that, yeah, that does add danger. It's not just exploring in the woods. It's you're going in a, a dangerous location, um, potentially where there's explosions. It's already dangerous. And then you're throwing in, well, it might explode. So right. like, mm-hmm. okay, so it's danger plus <laughs> yep. Kind of shit. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Games and Grocery on Twitter said, I sure as heckin' did, didn't even question telling. Um, Justin on Twitter said, nope, so didn't tell. Then Laura on Twitter said, of course, yes. Mixture on Reddit said, didn't tell Ethan's plans because I didn't want him to hate Alex. Fair. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, M3 on Reddit said, I did. And then Izzy on Reddit said, I did tell Ethan about Gabe's plans. If I were a parent, I'd want to know. Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. That would be... um, you would want to know if your kid's doing something dangerous. Especially sure. that dangerous. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, Funk Case on Reddit said, I told Gabe about Ethan's plan. I like exploring, but I also noticed all these notices about an explosion. I know mines are a bit more dangerous than standard forms of exploring anyway. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Definitely more expo- uh, more dangerous, like we said, even if there wasn't an explosion. It's still, da- you know, mines could collapse or something. So. Yeah, for sure. Luke Hale on Reddit said, I told Gabe... 
about Ethan's plans, I decided from this choice that I was going to be honest with everyone. Yeah, I I think I did the same thing. Once I did this, I was like, okay, be honest with everyone because Mm -hmm. you don't want to violate what you say in games like this because you could be punished severely. They will punish you for it. (laughs) Yeah. It will happen. Yeah, so be consistent. Even if you fuck up and what being consistent is isn't what you want. Too bad. Stay that way because... um, You're fucked. Yeah, you gotta do it. Um... Bellathors on Reddit said, No, I thought the kids need room to explore, make mistakes, blah, 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 blah. And I wanted them to like me. So. <laughs> A little extreme. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see what they're thinking, but um, yeah. Uh, also, Jello on Reddit says, I did tell Gabe about Ethan's plans. There was no way I was letting a kid travel into mines when all I've seen around is information about an upcoming explosion. Yep. Makes sense. Yep. Nobody asked on Reddit said, Nope. To be honest, I didn't give this one much thought past he seems like a cool kid. I just got to the town. I don't feel like snitching. <laughs> I just finished the game, and this was the only choice I wish I had done differently. Mainly because I tried to play the whole game by choosing the more realistic options, in my eyes, rather than the emotional story-driven ones. Realistically, if a kid told me he was planning on playing in mind, I'd make sure his guardian knew immediately. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of difficult. There's a lot of times where you're like, I definitely felt... The pull of like, I want this kid to like me. Mm-hmm. So in real life, I would never let a kid do that. I would tell him in, to, to his face, like, don't do that. Right. I'm not your parent, but that's stupid. Right. But in the game, you're like, ah, you know, it's, he's not a real kid. Like, I don't care. I want him to like me. No, yeah. And I thought that was a good separation because how you like feel, right. Me as a person, I would tell a kid to their face also, don't do this. I'm also going to tell your parents about this. Like, yeah, this isn't, I'm not letting this happen. This isn't happening. But then here, you do have that pull, and that you just bonded with him right before this. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, <clears throat> that even seemed like the um, best interaction Alex had had so far. Is like, it felt more comfortable than her with Gabe, even. That she just bonded with Ethan right away. Bonding over comic book shit you like, and mm-hmm. it was going. And so I understand that, but yeah. Yeah, you're cool, and then all of a sudden he's going to think you're snitch right yeah like that sucks right totally i care what some 10 year old kid thinks about me way too much to <laughs> snitch on him <laughs> right yeah and yeah all of that he's gonna be in your life because he's in gabe's life mm-hmm. so i i understand that um saruna sun read it i did ethan's a kid growing up always being the oldest having to babysit a lot of my family's kids i've learned that if a child comes to you with something they want kept secret, it often means they feel like they can take advantage of your kindness because you're cool with them, even though you're older. You don't want to see them get in trouble, but more than that, you don't want to see them get hurt or worse, unless it's a harmless fib where no one gets hurt and no surprise or a surprise for their parents. I'll keep a child secret. Kids are horrible liars anyway, the ones I've dealt with at least, so it's not like I would have been had to carry a secret to my grave anyway. So, yeah, I think that just... Uh, that's a that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, very good. <laughs> um, Bella on Reddit said, "Of course I did. I'd seen all the posters about the blast all over town. I wasn't gonna let this little shit kill himself. He turned out to be an awesome kid, of course, but I was annoyed he was putting himself in clear danger like that." <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could have had a harsher response to him in the moment. You know, like instead you had to kind of play it cool when you were talking to him, but. Really, like, I would have rather said something, like, don't do that, like I would in real life. Yeah, and he um, probably would have done the same thing anyway, just to advance the plot, but... Yeah, I think he would have done the same thing, and, uh, you know, all of that, but, um, yeah, I think things would go how they would, but... 
Uh, from here, though, you go and go to the apartment where Gabe lives, um, and he lives above the bar that Jed owns. And Gabe mentions to you that Jed is a local legend of sorts, and I think they even see Jed on the way, yep. and he teases Jed about that a little bit, and he's like, oh, the local legend, you know, and Jed's kind of blows him off. And uh, later, Gabe's like, you should find out about that. It's pretty cool, actually. Mm. He's a good guy kind of thing. You get to the apartment, and the apartment is sweet. Um, it's I, I thought it was awesome. I would live in this apartment. Yeah, sure. it was I mean, like a studio apartment. Yeah. But it, it had a bathroom. Yeah, it was like a studio apartment. Um, so your kitchen, living room, bedroom are all kind of connected. Uh-huh. But it's a pretty big studio. Oh, it was huge. Too. It was huge. Um, it has yeah. a bathroom somewhere else, but then also you have a upstairs, like giant balcony porch area mm-hmm. with like flowers and stuff like that. But it's pretty dope. I would live here. Yeah, it, you know? it looked sweet. I have a house that I like, but I would live in this smaller that one location. Better than both of our houses for sure. <laughs> yeah, it was totally better yep. for sure. I mean, I don't know if I'd want to live above a bar in general, but I think I would live above this bar in Haven because well, the vibe like, is pretty different. Yeah, it didn't. It's not like a loud bar fight bar. Yeah, it's not like living, shitty music twenty four seven. Yeah, it's not like living above a bar on campus. Or something. Yeah, um, yeah, no, not at all like that. Yeah, this instead seemed pretty cool, but yep. apartment's dope. And Gabe ends up saying, "It's yours. You can have it. I stay at Charlotte's a lot anyway. Um, I'm just gonna move in. This is yours. I want to set you up on a good foot, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. You um, end up finding a guitar he bought for you." which was cool. You used to play a bit when you were kids. Um, that was super nice. You uh, show that you picked up his record. Mm-hmm. Good sibling bonding. Um, you end up jamming out to the record that uh, you bought, which was a Kings of Leon one mm-hmm. that um, Gabe really liked. And you end up like doing air guitar together and like mm-hmm. jumping around and having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and it felt like when it happened, I was like, I bet they did this a lot 10 years ago when yep. they knew each other and, you know, getting to enjoy that again now. Um, it was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very heartfelt. Yep. Um, after <laughs> yeah, after your jam session though, uh, Mac shows up, uh, pissed. He's really red, and he's confronting Gabe pretty harshly about Riley. He's like, "Why are you texting her? Why are you texting my girl? Why are you talking to her? Like blah mm-hmm. blah blah, being um, an asshole yep. for sure." Um, <laughs> I don't know if there's any better way to say it. Um, and Max, uh, Mac. Uh, ends up beating the shit out of Gabe. He like starts punching him. He's like, "I'm gonna teach you to talk to her." Like that. Which is Gabe's way bigger, so I feel like he just kind of took it. Yeah, I think Gabe just chose not to fight back. Yeah. Very much so. He just let himself get beat up while trying to talk. Yep. Um. However, uh, this moment is so emotional that Alex is hit by the blowback. Before this, when um like Steph was angry or when Gabe was sad. Alex could feel their emotions, but also was wary of them. Mm-hmm. Almost that um, the emotions are bad, you don't want to be near them, sort yeah. of thing. Because they can, like, she'll absorb them somehow and the, react to kind of how she does here. Yeah, that they could almost be controlling in that. And that's certainly what happens here. Mm-hmm. That anger overflows, and then Alex says the things Mac is saying, mm-hmm. and then beats the shit out of Mac. <laughs> yes, badass. Um, yeah, she fucks him up. <laughs> yeah, she, like, rocks him. Um, and in in the midst of this, uh, Gabe, like, tries to go to her, and she accidentally hits Gabe mm-hmm. in this. Um, 
And so Mac and Gabe both leave. And Alex uh, is unpacking, you know, making herself home at the apartment, but also feels really bad yep. that this happened. Like, you know, I'm a freak. My uh, quote-unquote power, curse more in her eyes, hurt my brother the first day I was here. Um, and you get the sense that she just feels really bad mm-hmm. that this happens to her. Like, she doesn't want to do something like this. She doesn't want to be in a situation like this, but uh, she finds herself here um, in these super emotional situations. Yep, and there was definitely nothing. Like, it seems like she was has no control. Like, once she absorbed the emotion, I don't know what else to say, or what else to call it, she, like, just has to act. She just doesn't have control over it yet. Right, yeah. Exactly. It felt a lot more like a a thing that happened to her than a thing she chose to do. Yeah, which adds a lot of insight into her past. I'm sure this happened a ton back in living in group homes, being in foster care, like lots of fights, lots of angry people. And then I'm sure she fought a lot of people. Right. And and even from um, old text messages, you can look through, you see some things like that. And it seems like, yeah, like you said, that I, I wonder if she was even in situations like this. Someone wasn't bullying her, but they were bullying someone else, and she couldn't help but intervene with the same emotion that was being thrown, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. So it, it is hard. Uh, I, it seems like she's in a hard spot and feels pretty bad about this, mm-hmm. about herself, I guess. After kind of roaming around the apartment, uh, you go downstairs to the bar. Um, to go talk to Gabe. However, uh, when you get down there, Gabe and Ryan leave pretty quickly because the first aid kit at the bar isn't um, official enough and Gabe needs a little more items. Um, According to Ryan. Yeah. His face is just kind of... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it was mostly to just get you to be on your own. but For sure. But um, Ryan seems a little, I don't know, extra about that kind of, about his like duties, <laughs> safety duties. and <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, come on. His... He got punched. He's fine. But yeah, Ryan's really good dude. But yeah, that's true. I feel takes like his he, job really seriously. Yeah, safety guys. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I could see that. That, yep. that seems pretty fair. Um, so first you talk with Charlotte briefly. Then after you talk with her for a moment, you talk to Jed, and Jed says uh, that Gabe told me that you've worked a lot as a waitress, that you would be a good person to add to our staff. Blah blah blah. And you can choose to be like, ah, Gabe's full of shit or not, yeah. which I told the truth because I thought I should. Yeah, I, well, both, one option was like, be honest, the other one was kind of like, eh, I didn't really. Like, it's not like you're like, oh yeah, I've done a lot, but you mm-hmm. kind of sarcastically say like, yeah, that's what I did. Nice, that's yeah. awesome. He, he, he does, he kind of picks up on like, he knows. you don't have that much experience. Yeah, um, but he says, you know. Either way, that's cool. For me, thanks for being honest for you. That's cool, whatever. Yeah. Um, we'll try you. I have a couple tables. Go see them. Um, you know, all of that. And so first uh, table, you go over and officially meet Steph. Steph was sitting at a table with Ryan. Um, you end up playing a Guess the Song game. Was Ryan her. there? When uh, I think left. he was sitting with Steph, but he then was. Ryan... Okay. And Gabe went for the first date. Sorry, I wasn't sure if he was in your playthrough was actually at the table still. Oh, no. Yeah, he was. He was gone, yeah. yeah. 
But I'm thinking he did sit with Steph before. I he think was. They were hanging out. Yeah, Steph mentions like he bailed, and then you were like, "Well, he was helping Gabe okay. with his face." And yeah. She's like, "Oh, okay." Right. Um, and so you play a guess the song game with her on the jukebox. There's I don't know, uh, thirty songs, twenty songs, something like that. Yeah. And you get to ask a series of questions to try to narrow down which song. You have five questions. Yeah. So it's a pretty fun game. Pretty yeah, cool. it was fun. I didn't win, but I didn't either. Um, but you get to ask various questions. Uh, the loser has to drink this like pickle vodka or something. It weird. looks gross. It was like something from years ago that Gabe was trying to get rid of because no, no one ever bought it. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it was like sour apple pickle. It was like a lime neon green. Looked like a, I don't know nuclear waste kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so it, it was sort of the um, punishment shot. Mm-hmm. And so Loser had to drink this. We had to drink it, bond with Steph a little bit. And they're like, okay, I should go check on my other tables. Then um, you go to Ducky and Diane. Um, you meet them. They're getting dinner. They give you their orders. You get to know them a little bit. Welcome you to the town. All good. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you go clean up uh, another area of the bar. And Mac is there and wants to talk. Um, and he basically is like, you gotta tell Riley that I didn't start this, that, you know, it just kind of happened. Um, you know, I don't want her to break up with me kind of thing. Like, I'm scared of that. You she's, bitch. <laughs> she's going to leave me. And you're kind of like, eh, I don't, I, know, I don't know about that. I don't think I made any promises at all. Um, cause I, I think I maybe said like. I'll see what I can do, but I didn't make any promises. Something sort of in the middle. Yeah, I forget. Because you... I forget the, the the questions. Or, like, the conversation you can have. I think at one point... He, I think I said, like, so you want me to lie for you? And he's like, no, like, just let me do the talking. Sure. And then I think I said, like, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's what mine more or less was. Something sort of vague of, like, I'm not going to have your back, but I'm not going to, like... Try to s- fuck you over. Yeah, I'm not going to step in unless it's like, <laughs> fuck you. Which ends up being like that. So. Yeah, it ends up being like that. So then Riley comes and shows up pissed at Mac and is like, I heard you fought Gabe. What the fuck? Kind of thing. And then Mac is like, well, he like hit me first. Sucker punched. I walked in trying to talk to him and he sucker punched me. Yeah. Like, and then uh, yeah, I stepped in immediately. Yeah, I stepped in immediately like, too. You. I was like, I'm not covering for you. Like, yeah. if you would have said... If you would have kept it vague and been like, "Yeah, we were talking and things got out of hand," I would have probably been like, "Yeah, they did." I could have, I could have dealt with that. Yeah. But instead, you like made Gabe the bad person. No way. Fuck you, Mac. Um. So, snitch on Mac. Um. Mm-hmm. And Riley storms off and breaks up with him. Yep. Um. And Mac is distraught. This <laughs> uh, <laughs> the first thing I thought of when I was watching this interaction. You've seen that, like, surprise Pikachu meme? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, when you snitch on Mac, uh, that's his, his face doesn't look like that exactly, but it kind of <laughs> reminded me of that. It's like, what? Yeah, he is, yeah. He like, is, yeah fuck you, Mac. <laughs> he is surprise Pikachu. That was really that. He's funny. like, I thought this would work out. It's like, dude, you shouldn't have fucking lied like that. Like, yeah, we're done this in the first place. Like, Yeah, because uh, Gabe would have talked to you. He was trying to. Yeah, I bet Gabe would have even maybe told you what he was doing. Yeah. The, it, or, or redirected you back to Riley and been like, I'm helping her with something. Like, it's not anything bad. Yeah, go, go ask her. Go ask go talk her to about, your girlfriend. Dude. Yeah, go, you know, that could have happened, but instead he was just so fearful of losing her that he uh, acted like an asshole and, and then lost her anyway. Yeah, caused his own 
own worst fear. Right, yeah. Brought his own downfall. Um, yep. Then, uh, after this, Pike shows up, asks about Gabe, um, <laughs> makes it feign <laughs> like you're in trouble for a second, and he's yeah. like, sorry, small Tom sheriff, like, fuck it around. Yeah, he starts of. laughing, he's like, let me buy you a shot. Yeah. And then, uh, your shift ends, Jed's happy, he'll hire you on. Is he happy with you? Yeah. Did you drink? Did you take a shot with the sheriff? Uh, I did all the drinking. I also, I found Ducky's, uh, yeah, hidden the... beer, or hidden whiskey. Yep. And took a shot with him. So I probably had, like, three shots while I worked. Me too. Yeah, did Jed say something about it? He, no. In my game, he was like, maybe drink less, but, like, you did fine. That's funny. Maybe I didn't with Pike. Maybe that was the one I didn't have, but I had two. Okay. Yeah, I had three. <laughs> I think. That's, uh... But, yeah, it's a fair amount in, like, what, half an hour? <laughs> yeah, pro- yeah, probably a bit much for working. Um, but, yeah, he, he was like, you're good. You handled your stuff. I, I got the, I, like, did, I don't know. I don't know if you could do that wrong. I did the cleaning right, or, like, I got the orders right. for. You could probably do those wrong. Yeah, I bet you could get Ducky and Diane's order wrong. I bet there's no situation, though, where you don't get hired. Yeah, I think you're right. It seems like you'd have to... Like, you need a job yeah. in a game, like, for the plot to some extent. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't live above the bar. Yeah. It does seem... Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think there's a way you could... I imagine maybe he could just be displeased with you. But yeah. you probably is like, I'll do it for Gabe, but you got to get better. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like, that would suck to hear. Yeah, that wouldn't be great. He'd feel bad for your brother sticking his neck out. Um, So, after work, you finish your shift. Gabe and Ryan come back. And you and Gabe go hang out on the patio above your apartment. Um, I think you got to explore it before this, but hanging out on it now, it's super cool. Oh, man. If I had that patio above my house, I would be... 24-7. All the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, That dude. would be the spot. With, I mean, I would take that with any scenery, but especially the scenery. You get, like, the mountains and the sunset overlooking the town and the stream. Like, it's... It's fucking sweet. Yeah. Like, it, God, it, man. It's really cool. Yeah. Makes uh, the Midwest look like... <laughs> dog shit <laughs> it does it does uh, i agree i felt like I was, I was very envious of it like, i was yeah. like i, I want to go to haven yeah, i want to be here like we live in columbus ohio yeah <laughs> our best scenery is uh, uh, i don't even grass. know some trees and grass yeah we don't have a lot a big backyard with trees and grass in it <laughs> it's also columbus so don't really have those mm-hmm. unless you're rich right yeah so nothing great but they have it great um they enjoy yes. the scenery have crack some beers hanging out um Really envious, would want to be there, would love to hang out on that porch. Okay. Um, and in your conversation, you have the opportunity to tell Gabe about your powers or not, um, which I did. Yep. Um, and, is this a big choice? Uh, I can't remember. I don't remember either. If it is, I feel like most people chose to do it, which I think is the right call. I think your other choices, you can talk about your past if you want, if you're yeah. afraid to reveal them. Actually, yeah, I don't think this is a big choice. Okay, it might be a I'm going to look it up later, but really matter yeah yeah it doesn't overly matter but i thought for me as my character it mattered um because what you have happened here is gabe is super supportive of your powers you know at first he's like you've got a superpower yeah and he's like tell me what i'm feeling yeah he's like oh fuck (laughs) yeah kind of calls your bluff but it's not really a bluff (laughs) right yeah he's like about it and he's supportive right away and you're like you know no it's a super curse and he's like no you could do something good with this. like, mm-hmm. And I, I think what I like about this interaction, why I think it's the right choice and um, is big, is because Gabe gives you that reframing of your power. Yep. That you've only seen this as something that's shitty, like what happened with Mac. That's been your experience by and large with this power. 
But Gabe is like, well, couldn't you help people in those situations? Couldn't you calm down an angry person or make a sad person feel better or whatever? Mm. Um, and I don't know. It's pretty cool. Um, yep. Very needed. Yeah. Like, it's it's a cool, like, she hasn't seen him in eight years. First day here. Tells him about her powers. Explains a lot of things probably from the past. And then he's like, hell yeah. Yeah. So very good bonding brother-sister reuniting moment. Yeah. Checks all the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Uh, yeah, it's great. And your conversation ends up getting interrupted. Ryan shows up and tells you that Ethan is missing. And you're like, oh, he's at the mine. And Gabe's like, yeah, you're right. Like you told me earlier. And so you guys head off to the mine to try to find Ethan. Um, while you're off looking for Ethan, uh, Gabe is on the phone with Typhon. Or, well, you see that Gabe was on the phone. Yeah. Um, assuming with Typhon. Uh, saying, call off the explosion. Ethan's MIA. He's in the woods. Like, don't do not do the blast right now. We've got to find him. Um, and you end up using uh, Ethan's comic for clues as to how to get inside the mine. Because mm-hmm. you're outside the old uh, mine. Because there's an old mine and there's a new mine. The old mine had a collapse back in the day. Um, and so that one's not used, but its site is still there. And then there's a new one that's nearby-ish, um, that people work at now today or whatever. Um, and in Ethan's comic, you recognize some different symbols within it, uh, are what the scenery looks like at the old mine. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, maybe this could lead us through the mine. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I would say, uh, creative by Ethan and I can understand why he wants to go to the mine because it is inspiration for making his comic. Um, so yeah. I, get, yeah. I get that. Uh, but you end up using it to cross your way into the mine and able to get through the building and then to the other side and continue on and all that. Um, you end up finding Ethan at the other side of this like uh, gorge, uh, I guess. And there's uh, a big tree that's fallen as your sort of bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ethan's on the other side and he's terrified. Yeah. He's, um, like huddled in the ground. And he's like, they can't see me. Like he's freaking the hell out. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like dark blue. Um, he's real scared. And, uh, our group is like, okay, how do we get him? Like we've got to, we've got to get him. Um, and Alex ends up volunteering and is like, I'm the smallest I can, Cross this log. Mm-hmm. And so Ryan has Gabe be uh, like the weight, like uh, in a, like a pulley kind of situation, I guess, like a, yeah. a belayer. A belay, yep. Yeah. Um, so Gabe has a rope tied around him and he goes around like a tree nearby. And then Alex has the rope attached to her and she'll cross across, which um, uh, was good. They could do a safe version of this. Yep. Um, Alex makes it across but is also uh, pretty distressed as she goes forward because his emotions are so powerful that yeah. she's going to feel them. Starts to feel them, yep. And she realizes that I can't, like, talk him over here. I have to actually feel his emotions to be able to help him. Mm-hmm. But I have to feel them. So she's pretty apprehensive about that because, again, all her experiences have been terrible uh, when it comes to this. Yeah, and he's terrified, so... Yeah. It's like not a great emotion I'd want to absorb. Yeah, especially while trying to cross a log. (laughs) Yeah, that's 
eight inches wide yeah wide yeah horrible um and she does this and she ends up talking him through it he's scared um because below in the gorge it looks like a face like a monster face Mm -hmm. kind of and so he's really scared that the monster will see him and get him yeah so this is kind of your first uh example where she not only feels the feeling but she sees life kind of through his eyes Mm -hmm. like she sees the monster too and she's like oh fuck yeah i'm terrified of that yep and then there's other examples of this which we'll talk about but yeah this was kind of cool so it's not only emotion but it's like oh i also see so like i see i feel why what you're feeling but also i see why you're feeling it Mm -hmm. so she understands like the whole thing which is pretty cool yeah and and so that makes this really intense for her too yeah like her crossing that isn't as scary as it was right before this it's more scary yeah um but they do manage to make it across everyone's safe but then you hear the siren the explosion goes off yeah fuck yeah an avalanche comes uh a big rock hits gabe off of the gorge he goes flying alex gets pulled with him um and ryan runs out and cuts the rope off of you to lose Gabe because you're going to get pulled down too. Mm-hmm. And then he gets you and Ethan under um, part of a cliff that rocks aren't, you know, where you're covered. Yep. Super intense. Yep. Holy shit. Real quick. Yeah, real quick. You lose Gabe. Fuck. Um, and then we pick up, uh, I think the next morning at the bar and it's people saying goodbye. It's a... Um, Awake? A, yeah, awake. I was going to say a eulogy, but I think that's the speech. That's <laughs> yes, um, the speech. Be like googly? <laughs> yeah, googly? Yeah. Uh, the speech. And people in the town have gathered at the bar to say goodbye to Gabe. Um, super sad. You've lost Gabe already. Um, and while you're there, Ryan gets pissed at the wake and says that this is Mac's fault because Mac is the communications guy for Typhon. We saw Gabe call him. Like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Um, Max, like, didn't get a call. Yeah, Max says nothing came through. And Alex uh, has the option to kind of egg Ryan on Mm -hmm. or kind of counter. Which I think I was like, we didn't actually hear the call. We just heard that he made it. Oh, I agreed with Ryan. (laughs) I was like, dude, fuck you, Mac. Yeah, I was pissed at Mac, but I was like, I didn't actually hear it. I think at that point, too, you also see that he's scared. Like, his emotions scared him. Like, hey, you're hiding something. Right, So I'm going to egg you on. Right, yeah, you knew that he was hiding something. Uh, right, that yeah, good point. Then uh, amid this too, Alex ends up just running up to her apartment. She can't take this. She can't deal with this right now. And uh, Steph follows her to comfort her. And both of them are pretty sad <laughs> yeah. about this thing. They both cared a lot about Gabe. Um, and there's a moment where Steph is uh, real sad, turns really blue, and like walks in the corner and won't engage. And this is where you get the items that you mentioned earlier, where you can look at items and get their memories. And so you look at different things around Gabe's apartment. Yeah, you like absorb Steph's sadness. And then you start seeing like the auras glow around yet yeah, different items. So you're kind of like, oh, this is tied to right. her feelings somehow. Right. And so you absorb those and you go through and you find out a couple different moments that they had. Um, but then the big one is a foosball game that they'd had. Um, and there was a foosball game that they had in the past where Steph had come to Gabe and said, I'm moving out. I bought a bus, a bus ticket. I want to go on the road and do music stuff. Um, music stuff, yeah. And Gabe says, 
if you beat me in foosball, you can go. Mm-hmm. But if I beat you, you need to stay. And Gabe uh, obviously ended up winning because mm-hmm. Steph is still here. <laughs> yep. And uh, you end up, after kind of um, gaining all of these memories, I guess, figuring out that like, do you want to play foosball? Do you foos? <laughs> foos? Yeah. Do you foos, bro? Yeah, do you foos, bro? Um, and Steph's like, okay, I guess so. Um, and so you start playing foosball, and at first you just crush Steph um, because she's really too sad to play but did say yes because you asked. Mm-hmm. Um, but then um, the next one, you're like, come on, you can't be that bad. And so she kind of is like, all right, fuck you, I'll beat you. <laughs> and for me, Steph crushes me. I yeah, she, she, she beat me pretty handily. I don't remember the score, but it was like, yeah, I probably couldn't. I think it was stacked against me. Yeah, I think so. The way I took it was the first game was stacked for me, and the second one was stacked for her. Then you have your kind of official game, tiebreaker. And um, in the middle of this, Steph uh, employs distraction as a method so there's one part where she's like do you like girls or what Um, (laughs) and so uh your option is yes i like both or i like dudes i said i like girls here um i meant to say i like both but her distraction worked um so i had to run with it because i wasn't sure if i was going to go for her or ryan before this but um i I said i like girls because i thought i would lean stuff anyway um and Mm. So then I stuck with that the rest of the way because, again, you don't lie in Life is Strange Games. So I was like, all <laughs> yeah. right, I said this, I have to run with it. So Which I was fine with, but um, yeah. that's what I did. I did both. Okay. For same, same reason. Yeah. I was still caught off I was like, ah, both. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, because I wasn't sure yet. But is Life is Strange. I was like, I'm probably going to go with Steph. Right. I also like Steph a lot. She's really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super cool. Um. In this one, I think she ends up beating me still. Um, she beat me too. Yeah, she was pretty good. Um, I don't think I was great, but I think she. It's was also pretty a computer, so it's also programmed to win. That's true. But you end up having, yeah, all in all, good bonding, I would say, with Steph, and uh, she ends up leaving and is glad that you like cheered her up and uh, kind feels of, better for sure. Yeah, feels better. I think she was glad that you like. She doesn't know that you did the emotion thing to her, but like. Um, is glad that you engaged her in that way because I think she was pretty sad once you got up there, but I think this kind of made her feel a little better. Um, yep. Then um, Alex just kind of goes around the apartment thinking about Gabe, looking at his stuff. Uh, Jed ends up giving you uh, the keys to the apartment mm-hmm. and is like, you don't need to worry about rent. You can stay here as long as you need. Um, we'll figure that out when you need to. So Jed, super supportive. Yep. Um, Seems like a good dude. Yeah. And I, I feel like all in all, like it felt like this was, you know, this is obviously super shitty, but there was part that was like, maybe we'll get through this. It sort of felt that way to me of like, yep. you know, I can help their friends. I can help Gabe's friends. They can be my friends. We'll, we'll do this. And it, you know, it could get better almost after this. The, I think next day maybe or something, you uh, go around town for a little bit. Uh, first thing you do is you stop by Steph's uh, record store and she's got a plan. She wants to create a special LARP event uh, for Ethan that it's going to be a, a big Thanor LARP in the town, get a bunch of people involved. It'll uh-huh. be super cool. If you're not familiar with LARP, it's live action role play. Yes. You um, wear costumes and have. 
it's essentially like D and D or like a fantasy RPG, but like you you like play it out kind of in real life. Yep. So kind of nerdy, but also kind of cool. Yeah, most of my LARP experience knowing about it has been from the movie Role Models. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say um, me too, which is a really funny movie, but yeah, it was they funny. Kind of shit all over it. Yeah, they make fun of it a bit, but I, I thought it was still funny. They weren't totally shitty about it. Like, yeah, they still banded together for one of the characters in it, but um. Uh, for McLovin. It, yeah, for McLovin, because yeah. it was important to him. Yeah. Um, but here, they gave you more of that other side, and I thought especially being meaningful for Ethan yep. was pretty nice. And, yeah, and yeah. once you actually see the LARP, it's like, this is pretty cool, pretty elaborate. Like, yeah. Uh, they did a good job. Yeah, they did a great job. And, you know, when we talk about that, we'll go further. It's, it's pretty <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah, pretty funny, too. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, um, me, too. But she's planning this because uh, Steph, Gabe, and Ethan had plans to go to Denver for a LARP event. And, you know, since they didn't get to do that or aren't going to get to do that in the same way, let's do something special and make it especially special for him. Pretty cool. Um, She has you fill out a character sheet as to what kind of character you will be. Um, She also has you choose the villain. Steph has drawn up two villain ideas. They look both pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. Steph is clearly good at this stuff. Um, And (laughs) then, as we see later... Is clearly good at this. This is her jam. She's great. From here, after talking with Steph, you get this wrapped up. You're excited about her plan for Ethan. You head off to Charlotte's dispensary to talk to her and catch up uh, with her, see how she's doing and whatnot. And this ends up presenting you with uh, the next big decision. Yep. So at this point, you're like talking to her about kind of Gabe's death and Ethan and all the things, and she's shut down but then there's a point where you like you kind of keep pushing get her to talk and she's like basically fuck off and she's really really pissed so then you can like oh no sorry this is jumping ahead my bad you're good you're you talk to her about um yeah she has this contract with typhon like just sign this and then we'll give you a bunch of money and you won't sue us essentially right that she's kind of fucked up over it because um, you know, Gabe's dead, but then Typhon's saying, if you sign this paperwork that you won't do any investigation, we'll give you a lot of money. Yeah, which is like, that's... And then I think in the dialogue, you're like, you can say, like, doesn't that imply they're guilty? And she's like, yeah, probably. Uh. So you can encourage her to sign the contract, take the money, or not to. So I, I ended up, I said, don't sign it. Um, mostly because I was still kind of pissed. I was like, fuck them. Like, mm. they're clearly wrong. They're trying to buy you off. Like, if they did nothing wrong, then they... They wouldn't. They wouldn't do this. They would just apologize, or or maybe not even do that. I don't know. But if a corp, a corp, any corporation that's trying to get you to sign something, like nah, they're guilty. They that, are admitting guilt by this. That's true. They wouldn't do that if they didn't think they had more to lose later. Yeah, they wouldn't give money away for free. That's not what they do. Right. This instead would be like damage control. Yeah. Uh, that's a good point. So I was. Like, one, fuck them, too. Like, they seem guilty. And then, like, another thought was, like, well, I'm trying to figure out what happened. So if I do, we can see them later and you can get way more money if that's what you need. Right. That was kind of my thought. That makes sense. Yeah. I uh, I did the opposite. I said to sign it. My kind of thought process was, I don't know how this will go for us or you. Like, I want to try to bust Typhon. But this will make sure you're taken care of either way, yeah. even if I fail or something else happens. And my my thought being is that, like, 
Gabe probably would most care about them being taken care of than anything that's else. That's true. So that's how I thought about that's it. a good point. Was like, which I, I think what you did makes sense and I, you know, I could see doing that too. But uh, yeah, the way I thought about it was like, I want you taken care of. I might be able to take Typhon down anyway without you. You know, like... Yeah, which ends up happening. She doesn't really play a big role. Right. So that was sort of my thought is I want you taken care of even if other things go to shit. You know, this money could help you out in a real way. So... Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this one's pretty split. Yep. So 62% of people uh, encouraged her not to take the money. And then 38% encouraged her to sign the contract to get the money. So that is... That is a, it's a good decision. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely... Um, yeah, people had some challenge over it for sure. Yeah. Or, or wait, it went either way. It wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek on Twitter wrote in and said, Gabe would be okay with her taking the money. At this point, I knew some sort of corporate cover-up was going on and Charlotte had no involvement. Take the money and let others bring the company down. Gabe would want Ethan to have that money for his future. Yeah, so, that's, that's similar. Pretty solid thought reasoning. Line. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Johnny on Twitter said, Take the money. She's in no position to litigate successfully. And this was... Uh, a way at least Ethan gets set up for the future. Yeah. Yep. Adam on Twitter said, I told her to take the money for her and her kid. Figured her settling probably wouldn't prevent Alex from being able to sue. I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know for sure. <laughs> um, also, Gabe would probably rather her have the money. So, uh, yeah, yeah, thinking similar to myself there. Yep. Alyssa on Twitter said, turning down the bribe in both playthroughs. Also, not unrelated. Fuck Typhon. <laughs> That's me, right? That's how I felt. Yeah. Now, fuck you guys. Yeah, that was you for I sure. I don't want you to be scared. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Games and Groceries on Twitter said, First playthrough, I told her not to sign the contract because it seemed sketchy, like you had alluded to. On my second one, now I told her to sign it to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Callum on Twitter said, I told her not to take the money. Didn't think it would be right to let Typhon try to silence her after what they'd done. Yeah, that's true. There's an element of, like, what's right and what's wrong. It is... Ah, fuck, that's hard because it's right to get, it's wrong to sign it to protect them, but it's right to take their money to help Ethan. Like it's kind of yeah, ah, it's so it's so gray. <laughs> yeah, I, which I think again, like we said, yeah. makes it a good decision. Good decision. Yeah, yeah it's it's tough. Yeah, because on one hand you're like seriously fuck that company. Uh-huh. Other hand, ah, money for them is really good. Right. Yeah, that could that could go really far for them. Yeah. Um, Laura on Twitter said. Told her not to, but felt guilty because she was thinking about Ethan's well-being. Yeah. Christopher on Twitter said, told her to take the money. That That's a good point, too. She wasn't trying to, like, get rich off this. Yeah. She was fucked up about it as it related to Ethan, not like, I'm a little short on cash, Alex, should I do this? Instead, it was, you know, this could be Ethan's college fund kind of yeah. thing. Um, and that that's a good point, because that does make it, you know, if it was just her, maybe the advice would be different, but because she has a kid, because she'd be, she's a single mom now, like, that, that does change it. Yeah, but it's tough, too, because, like, well, I, all right, so if I was Ethan, and I grew up, and then realized, oh, my college money is from my fucking potential dad's death from this shitty company, like, ah. uh, I don't know, that's a weird one. That's it, a, But that that's granting that you know, Gabe stays with Charlotte this whole time and whatever. But that's a good reverse challenge to that. Yeah. That is good because... It's like, would you want that? Would you feel better about that or not? Because there could be part of like, well, you know, I would obviously not go to college if my dad were here. Like, I would take that instead, you know? Yeah. So if that was the alternative. If that was the alternate, you know, yeah. so you could feel that way. Totally. Yeah. That, that's, that's a good point. Mark on Twitter said, take the money because lawyers are expensive. It's not disrespectful 
to Gabe, uh, and they would probably drag his and her name through the mud in court. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, Laura on Twitter, uh, another Laura there too. So <laughs> sometimes in here there'll be Laura and Laura later. Mm. It's not the same person. They, there are two Lauras who wrote in. Um, it said not to accept the money, of course. Nia on Twitter said don't accept the money. And Izzy on Reddit said I told Charlotte not to sign it. It seemed to betray Gabe to sign it in my opinion. Uh, I felt similarly. Yeah. Lukau on Reddit said, I told her to take the money. We had already had our own investigation going, and putting a child through college is very difficult. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mixture on Reddit said, took the money because Alec can still investigate regardless secretly. Um, so, yeah. And then M3 said on Reddit said, don't sign. Yeah. Bella on Reddit said, told her not to sign because, on principle, I wouldn't have signed. Corporations can't keep getting away with fat settlements to hide their greed. I agree. Yeah, that was... Fuck you for signing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, I agree. That's whatever. It's a game, so it's a little bit different. But, but I, I do. That principle is big. Yeah. That is big. Um, yeah, and in, print, in principle, in real life and in games, it just kind of makes me angry. Like, just throw your money around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. Um, Jello on Reddit said, I told her not to sign it. I felt like the contract was pretty concrete proof. They had some fault in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I thought she had a case. Yep. Fun case on Reddit said, I advise Charlotte not to sign. This was difficult as I could understand her dilemma. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, nobody asked on Reddit said, I told Charlotte she should take the money. I was thinking that how they live in this tiny town that relies on a mining company to keep it running. And how a large sum of money could change their lives. Yeah, it definitely could. Yep. Bella Thors on Reddit said, I told her to sign it. Typhon is a huge company. Taking a small chance to take them down would be stupid compared to the giant amount of money they were offering. Especially as a single mom and a kid whose future seems to be in the arts. They don't ever tell you how much money it is, right? I don't remember. If they did, um, it was definitely something that would pay for college. Like, it was big enough that... But that's, like, that's not that much money. I mean, it's, hey, I'm not... That's a lot of money, but it's not... I guess if it's, like, uh, art school, like, is that 100K? That's a lot of money. Someone offered me 100K for something, that would be hard to Yeah, but, like... Oh, uh, what if what if a company killed Ariel and then wanted you to sign for 100k? Yeah, that'd be hard. Yeah, see, it's like it's it's different. No, but, you know, it's, but no, that's that that is fair. 100k um, doesn't seem like that much money compared to Gabe's life, you know. Well, I guess though, also it's separate. So, would I tell in that case Ariel's sister not to sign for 100k? Uh, so yeah, true. should she do it, and then I would continue on my own, trying to investigate. Yeah. Because so I'm not part of that contract, just you get 100k. So I guess that would maybe... Yeah, it's fair. Because I, I, I think if, you know, if it was Alex, of course she would reject this, right? You know, Alex isn't oh, yeah. something. Yeah. You you know, if I were the player, 100% of people would say no. You <laughs> yeah, know, probably. the game would be that way. But instead, it's separate. And I think that's the dilemma, is it's separate. Because it's yeah. someone else who was Gabe's partner, and they have a kid... And the yeah. money would help them. Objectively, it would help, yes. It would objectively help them. And I think that's where it's harder because it's like, you know, in, in that scenario, you and I both agree Typhon's fucked up. <laughs> yes. You might be able to get paid out of it and I could still bust him. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you get the money and then we can sue. I can sue for more and give you. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Or whatever versus or- what if you don't sign and then we get fucked and nothing happens and no one has money. That's fair. I, I, I imagine that's sort of your 
potential dilemma. But the other side of, you know, yeah. can you let them get away with this? Uh, it's, it's tough. Yeah, it is. It's, it is tough. It, it's, it's a good decision because it's pretty, Yeah, like we but said, it's, it's pretty it's hard. also make me think, all right, so 100 grand, like that's a lot of money. But it's hard to say if it was $10 million, $10 million is that like, is that worth a human life? I don't know. You know, like, it's not. But, it's not, like, yeah. th- does the does the amount of money really matter is kind of my thought, too. So I ma- maybe I retract my point. Like, If it were too low, I think it would be easy to ignore. Yes. But we'll give you $500. But, it, like, I guess... Fuck it, off. I guess, yeah, I guess it makes it easier <laughs> to not sign. But if, if they're offering, like, a billion dollars, like, I'd be way more tempting. But, you know, is a human life worth more than a billion dollars? Probably. I would say so. Yeah. I guess. I, I mean, I don't know what the implications of that are, but like, I guess what I'm saying, the amount of money doesn't really matter to, to sign it. Uh, no, you're right. I Well, because, right. I, I would agree because any human life would be worth any amount of money. Yeah. Uh, like more than that. You know, like, yes. you can't price humans uh, or you shouldn't. Wow. I, I people say, have tried. <laughs> yeah, people Just have fucked tried. up. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's wrong. Um, but <clears throat> you're right. You can't really, you know, does a billion dollars replace Gabe? Do a hundred million? Is there a number where it does? Yeah. None of them do. Yeah. They're all bad. They they all don't suffice. Um, is, is there a part? Is there a number where your life would be better enough that you would take your losses and leave? Maybe. Yeah. Um, actually. Um, and in this case, to me, it felt like Charlotte was at that spot. Yeah. And so for me, I felt like I could say you should go because it doesn't tie all of our hands. It only ties yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, so when you, when you tell her to sign it, does she, can you say like, I'm going to keep investigating? Uh, I don't know if you tell her that, but I, I'm guessing you don't to protect her even so that she can't That's fair. get in trouble later. Um, but you just know, you know, because it's clear Alex is doing an investigation. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, from, the I think yeah. the interactions before this and maybe text with Ryan and Steph is you know you're gonna take Typhon down together. Yeah. And so if Charlotte's just not a part of that, but also could be taken care of, but I, I don't know. I think. Yeah. But like you and other have said, I definitely could see fuck you Typhon. Don't get involved with them. You you got to take them down. This shows that they're bad. Yeah. Um. And I will take them down separately. <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, yeah. good decision because we've talked. About- Five ten minutes about it. Uh, no, yeah. yeah. Well, well played. Yeah, Life is strange. Yeah, it shows it really worked. Yeah. Um, our last one is from Sarunas on Reddit. Said, told her not to sign. I feel like Gabe would have wanted her to take the take it, but pride be damned. <laughs> <laughs> um, but signing that deal meant surrendering her right to fight if the urge ever came to her. I'm not a parent, so I can't imagine having the blessing of financial security to give your child the education they deserve. But Charlotte is a smart, talented woman. Ethan's a talented kid who makes takes after his mother's art, and uh, still has his uh, biological dad in his life, which is wonderful. So Yeah, that's a good point. No, that's a good point, because uh, uh, that is great. I didn't think about as hard that you're giving up the fight forever. Yep. You can't go back on that, and that is pretty serious. That's, that mm-hmm. is... Um, I could understand having regret if you're Charlotte in that situation. Mm-hmm. For mine, she seemed glad I told her to sign it. Like, she seemed thankful. Was she glad you encouraged her to, I assume? She was kind of like, yeah, like, I'm going to think about it. Like, I appreciate your, I don't know, honesty or, or something like that. Okay. I can't remember exactly. She wasn't, like, thrilled I said that, but she was happy that I was honest, I think. Okay. That makes sense. For mine, I think she was glad to 
because I think she was struggling with feeling bad for thinking about taking she it. She was in mine too. Um, and I, so I think she felt sort of relieved that was like, I'm glad you understand that I'm not like just trying to get rich. And I'm like, no, I don't think that at all. Yeah. Um, I think you're trying to think about your future, your kid's future. Like, yep. uh, yeah, smart decision. As we said, we've talked about it for a while. Smart decision. I think with those factors are good. One person, or if it was you, if it was only Charlotte, or if it was only you or something, this would be probably much easier because there's a kid involved that really makes it feel complicated because yep. you don't want them fucked over yep. for this. So, yeah, very smart. Good job. Life is strange. True colors. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yep. So, all right. You have this discussion with Charlotte. Then you leave and you go to the flower shop to look for Mac. He's not there and you end up helping Eleanor out while you're there. Uh, you find out here that Eleanor has Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sad. Yeah. You help her. You do the memory thing with her like you did with Steph to kind of retrace her steps to figure out why she was kind of upset. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that she'd forgotten to pay their rent on the flower shop um, and then had sort of gotten confused along the way and misplaced the checkbook and something like that. Um, it's sad. Also, in this moment, um, you she forgets that Gabe had died. Yeah. And you can choose to remind her or not. I chose not to. I chose not to either. I was like, she doesn't need to. She'll f- f- be reminded later. Yeah, she doesn't need to have that right now, especially amid this moment she's going through. Yep. That. I was like, she doesn't need that. Like, I think that sparing her is okay. Um, she's going to know anyway. It's not like that's going to change. Yep. Uh, or you're forgetting a detail that, you know, oh, I forgot that we had this big fight or something. Like, it's, no, nah, I mean, he's going to be gone either way. Yep. Human um, life. Yeah, she doesn't, yeah, I didn't want to make her relive that. Um, so, you, after this, after helping Eleanor, you go to find Mac, um, and he's too scared to talk to you. He's freaked out about Typhon, um, and is, like, pretty paranoid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then you find Riley to try to get information from her to use on Mac, which basically what you're able to get from Riley, um, and you don't, like, manipulate Riley. You just try to ask questions, and you're like, I'm trying to, like, help Gabe kind of thing. Or, yep. well, not help Gabe, but figure Gabe out. Yep. Um, and Riley mentions that Mac was trying to get her to leave town. Like, let's just ditch. Let's go. Like, right after the Right after this. Let's get out. Um you know, we'll be safe that way. And so you go back to Mac and kind of push him with this and you end up absorbing his emotions. And uh, one thing that happens outside of the information you have is you see the world through his paranoid view. Mm-hmm. You see like the camera looking at you. You see it feels like everyone's watching you. Which Yeah, they were talking about him and yeah, it's, it seems pretty shitty. Yeah, it was a really effective uh, portrayal of what being paranoid would probably be like. Yep. Um, that everyone's watching you, everyone's talking about you, everything's looking, they're noticing everything you do. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really well done. Yeah, um, I agree. But in this also, um, you find out that Gabe did make the call to Mac, and that Mac did do the right thing. He took this to his supervisor and was like, don't blow this, there's a kid here, you can't do this. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay. And then they just ignored what he told him. Yep. And so Mac didn't fuck up here. He did the right thing, um, but then superiors at Typhon ignored what he said, 
and then um, essentially scared him into keeping their story. Yep. And we're like, if anyone asks, say a call didn't come through because it didn't come through or else kind of thing. Yeah, like, uh, all right. <laughs> Bad news for Mac. Yeah, which uh, I get. I feel like Mac, I, I think I would probably do the same thing as him. Like, Typhon does seem pretty scary and powerful. Like, they seem the kind, like the kind of people that could make you disappear if they needed to. Well, you know, um, <laughs> that's happened before. Right. Um, Gabe's dead, so... Right. Not on, maybe we don't know if it's on purpose or not, but he's dead. Right, but he's he's dead, and there's no re- repercussions really mm-hmm. for that. And so, what's what's Mac going missing, or whatever? So, from here, you go to find Ryan um, after getting this information because um, kind of to update him. Hey. Uh, you were right, the call did go through, but it's not exactly what we thought, kind mm-hmm. of thing. And she finds Ryan out at the cliff where Gabe died. And Ryan's pretty fucked up. Um, he feels like it's all his fault that Gabe died, um, that he wasn't helpful like he should have been, all, all these things. It's, yep. it's, it's pretty um, self-blaming on himself. He's, For sure. He's pretty distraught about this. And so you end up reaching into his emotions to be able to speak back to him and, you know, be like, I forgive you, or Gabe would have forgiven you, or um, you did, you know, sometimes your best isn't enough and that's not your fault. Typhon's fault. It's Typhon's like fault. The main... Yeah, things like that. And there's, a, there's definitely a better way to go through this conversation. I did it in a way that Ryan responded pretty well, which was good. Um and in this, you get the chance to reveal your power to him, or you choose to. I guess um, you do it either way. But you reveal uh, your power to him, um, and you're like, that's how I was able to speak to these things. And it's a pretty good like bonding moment for you two, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ryan remembers this funny moment with Gabe. He's laying on the ground, and he's laughing about it. The, ge- the goose. <laughs> yeah. And he gets a yellow glow mm-hmm. around him. And you're like, stay with that. Keep thinking about that. I'll tell you about it. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you get this funny memory of uh, a time that Gabe and Ryan were driving around and they hit a goose. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Gabe hits the goose. Gabe hits the goose in the car. And Ryan's like, oh, fuck. That's a Canadian goose. (laughs) That's that's the Majesty's goose. Canadian troopers are going to arrest you for that you can't do that and ryan just eggs gabe on and Uh gabe Gabe freaks out and thinks that he's gonna get arrested in canada now (laughs) yeah and he's like a wanted person Uh um great plank so they start like burying the goose and ryan eventually tells him but gabe's like fuck you dude (laughs) it was great uh Uh, good insight into their friendship uh great prank by ryan playing on gabe being scared uh super (laughs) funny yeah a thing that also i thought for this that was notable is um Alex had never seen a yellow glow before. Yeah, which is really sad. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's so sad that she's never seen Joy. That's what this one ends up being named as Joy, the yellow aura. And so since Alex has had this power, she's never seen this before in anyone. sadness or... And anger. Anger and maybe there's another one that's... Maybe fear, but that seemed like that was kind of like... Was fear a different color? There was... Was it purple? If it was purple or blue, and then sadness is 
whatever the other blue or purple. Okay, I think fear is purple, and then sadness was blue. Yeah, and then anger is red. And obviously. anger is red. Yeah. So she'd never yeah. seen it before. So I thought that was really sad for yeah. Alex that she, like, just a sad insight is that she'd never seen someone be happy since she's had this power, which has seemed to be for a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, based on how she's talked, and so it's sad that she'd never seen something like this um Mm -hmm. but it was really nice that she got to experience this with ryan and with her brother really um yeah get this kind of um memory of slash with him through ryan um good bonding moment uh again really nice and you also end up telling ryan um that uh about mac um, you explain that stuff, and you end up uh, from here, heading back to the town, and there's a final send off for Gabe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say for moments in the game, this might be one of the best ones. I thought this was pretty powerful. Yep. Um, so Alex gives a little speech. Um, they're on the bridge. Uh, it's night, and Alex gives a little speech about how you know she wanted to speak up this morning, but she couldn't yet. But, um, you know, Gabe found a home here and maybe I can too kind of thing. And then they set off a a lantern and set it up into the sky Mm -hmm. and it like floats up and then everyone on the bridge looks out at it and they all glow yellow. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's sort of this like joy or awe in remembering Gabe in this last moment after your little speech. Yep. Um, And it's pretty powerful. A good song kicks in. Um, This was one of the times where they did do that. Yep. Um, Good use of music. Yeah, good use of music. And that's probably why it stands out so much to me mm-hmm. as a moment, is it felt so uh, other Life is Strange gamesy yep. in that. You, they um, really draw you in. Like all, well, most of the senses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> taste and smell. Yeah. <laughs> you could taste. Sight and hearing yeah. and feeling, I guess. Yeah, no, they, they super land it. It's really good. But then also in this, you notice that Diane isn't yellow. She's blue. Mm. Is she, that, which is that sadness or fear for you? Uh, that one's sadness. Okay. And so, is there like regret or something over this? She's not, she's not experiencing this the same way. And because of the moment being so big, Alex is like, yeah, that's kind of off. Yep. Um, Notices it. I mean, because Diane like looks back at her. And you're like, looks back at her. Uh, shady. Yeah, she looks back at her. Blue. Everyone else is yellow, and you're like, all right, something's up there. Yeah. She's my investigation point. Yep. And she works at Typhoon, so um, yeah, even more. Adds um, up. Yeah, adds up. Um, big moment. Okay, so we pick up with Alex uh, the next day, working at the bar. And uh, her, Ryan, and Steph are teaming up to figure out what Typhoon is up to. Their investigation is getting more thorough. Um, Alex told them uh, about seeing uh Diane's aura being blue. Mm-hmm. Also in this, she reveals her power to Steph. I think Ryan had maybe mentioned it to Steph before they'd gotten there. But then um, Steph isn't quite sure if she believes it. But then yeah. um, as Alex describes it, Steph is like, oh, that's how you knew after the funeral. Mm-hmm. Those things about Gabe. And it clicks in right away and she's on board. Yep. And so you're like, okay, I have to finish up my shift. I have to do... You know, work my job. You two come up with a game plan um, for what we'll do when <laughs> Diane shows up. Which is really funny. Yeah, which is funny. They're, they're stupid. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, come up with a game plan as to uh, how we'll take Typhon down. You know, what's what's our plan and we can get it into action. Um, 
you know, maybe Diane has something on her computer we could steal. That's sort of the thought. Then Diane does come in, and you are like, okay, this is our opportunity. Um, you know, perhaps we can come up with a way to see if she knows anything or get something from her computer or whatever while she's working. All of that. And so you go to Ryan and Steph. You're like, all right, what plans have you been working on? And they're like, actually, we have the same plan, and it's really good. <laughs> you're like, all right, this is going to be stupid. Uh, yep. And they're like, here's our plan. One of us will be a hot distraction for Diane. You know, we'll go hit on her, and she'll just be so distracted. You'll just swipe stuff off of her computer. It's just so dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah. Um, it feels like the ultimate, like, Ryan and Steph are good friends, and they're like, no, she likes me, bro, and this is their plan. Yeah. And it, it sort of feels like, what the fuck? This is serious. Like, Yeah, this is a dumbass plan. Give a real plan, because we want to solve this murder, but instead I think <laughs> they want to be like, who does Alex think is hot? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so that is... Um, <laughs> It's their plan. That's their, their master grand, plan. That's their grand plan. Alex kind of rolls her eyes and is like, just distract this corporate lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Like, God damn it. This what is, the fuck? This is, this is what I have. Yep. So, who will you choose, Steph or Ryan, to be the distraction? Uh, what did you do? I went with Steph. Um, mostly because I think it, I, it wasn't sold yet, but I was kind of like, I'm going to probably go with Steph throughout mm-hmm. the whole gameplay. Um, but also, I felt like it would hurt her feelings more not to choose her mm. because of our interaction playing foosball. I feel, like, I feel like we had more direct interaction than I did with Ryan. Yeah. So that that was the basis. And I was just like, oh, Diane, you know, maybe she'd be more into Steph than Ryan. Mm-hmm. I, that was another factor. Like, it was kind of a gamble. Yeah, totally. I think it was a gamble either way for sure um, in that. I, I did the same thing. I chose Steph and same reason. I was like, I'm more into Steph and so... If uh, I'm trying to show that I'm into stuff, I want to be like, well, duh, she's the hot distraction because I <laughs> yeah. think she's hot without saying that or whatever. Yeah. So that was sort of my route as well. We were in the uh, popular side of that. 67% of people went with Steph. 33% went with Ryan there. Um, not really surprised by that. I think with Steph being from before the storm, I think a lot of people were anticipating choosing Steph for all of these things. And yep. um, yeah, I'm not surprised. Yep. Um, Daniel on Twitter wrote in and said, I went with Ryan because I knew the vast... <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, I knew the vast majority would pick Steph. Honestly, I thought it was the right choice. Um, Do you know how this plays out with with uh, Gabe, or Gabe, uh, Ryan? Is it, it similar? Yeah, it goes the same way. Where, okay. She's um, kind of like, what? Yeah, I think she's more surprised by Steph um, because I think that Diane is straight, but you know, when Steph hits on her, she's like... Maybe, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, she thinks about it at least. Um, yeah. So uh, if she was straight before this, she might not be now. But um, uh, yeah, who knows? But, yeah, I think both of them though it does ultimately <laughs> accomplish the same thing. St- I I uh, I'm have to... I don't I think Ryan's is kind of goofy. Um, I bet. Because you ever heard a meadow lark? Yeah. Try to attract a mate. Right. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> Yeah, something stupid like I feel like I'm gonna, that, I'm gonna look it up later. Yeah, I think that's what his would be. Steph's instead is, are you single? Are you dating? Do you want to get drunk and make out? <laughs> yeah, thing. like it's like, it's pretty, pretty it's pretty slick. Um, yeah. it's funny, but also a little slick by Steph. So yeah, nice job. Callum on Twitter says Steph, although both are solid options, which I'd agree. Mm-hmm. Meagle on Twitter said 
Ryan. Uh, yeah. I wanted to watch him try to flirt and laugh out loud. Just fair. I kind of... That was tempting, for sure. Yeah. I'm sure he's awkward. Oh, yeah. It can only be awkward. Like... It has to be. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. In, in the best way. Yes. Um, Laura on Twitter said, I wanted Steph, but seemed more logical Ryan for me. But at the end, I chose Steph, just in case it affected our, the romance option later. I saw both scenes in, like, the Steph one funnier. Or better, it was funnier. So, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, similar. Yeah. Um, Alyssa on Twitter said, I was a bit annoyed by simply choosing the quote-unquote hotter distraction, as I didn't want to reduce both of them to being attractive, um, which... That's that, fair. Yeah, that's fair. But I tried both. I chose Ryan while romancing Steph later on my first playthrough on the other way around in my second run. So she did each. Yeah, I didn't like being put in this position. I was like, come on, guys. Um, you idiots. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, why are you forcing me to decide? Yeah, why are you... You're playing my cards quick. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Why are you making me decide? Also, like, make a real fucking plan. Um, so I... Yeah, or one of you pick, which you think should be more to Ryan or Steph. Like, you guys can make this decision. Like, doesn't be me. Right. But it has to be me, because I'm the main character. So. Right. Yeah. Fuck no. you. Yeah, exactly. Um, Ben on Twitter said, Steph the first time, Ryan the second. Both times are hilarious, knowing Steph's feelings. Got hurt when I chose Ryan. Means I will always choose her in my future playthroughs. Luckily, Steph is the better choice anyway. Um, okay, yeah. so that's something. Good to um, know. Ryan doesn't really... He doesn't seem to care at all. Doesn't seem to care, but um, from this, it sounds like Steph is hurt by not being chosen. Um, yep. Which, like you said earlier, with uh, our interactions before this, I could see her feeling more hurt. I guess I feel like the only way she wouldn't feel hurt is if when you played foosball, you were like, I like dudes, and left it at that. Then yeah. maybe, maybe she wouldn't care. Yeah. Maybe. But maybe she still would because you're like, come on. Yeah. You're throwing me. <laughs> but, yeah. Yep. Koss on Twitter said, Steph, everyone needs an awakening from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> That's then, awesome. Yeah. Lord Strong on Twitter said, Steph, she's so good at this. And Christopher on Twitter said, Steph, the only logical choice. Um. Then Justin says, Steph, of course. Then Laura on Twitter says, of course, Ryan, no contest here. <laughs> and then Adam, Steph, of course. So Lots I of opinions. I like I, it. I thought that was funny because uh, the people who have one they love, it's like, of course, it's got to be this person, which I think is a good sign um, that both of them could feel like an of course. I think they did a good job here that both seem very reasonable choices. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes there's clear favorites in these, but this one, it was. Uh, yeah. I mean, the the the. Stats are in favor of Steph, obviously, but it seems like the people that chose Ryan are like Team Ryan, oh, like yeah. all the way. And 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 also maybe if Steph wasn't from Before the Storm, it wouldn't be so heavy. Maybe it would be closer. Yeah, um, very possible. Because I, I think they're both good. Yep. Um, where are we? Um, Mark, Mark on Twitter said, "Yeah, Mark on Twitter said, um, I've chosen Steph twice, but it's a really hard choice. Those are very charming pixels." <laughs> One of the harder choices in all of Life is Strange, really. Very reminiscent of waffles versus bacon omelet. What's that? Is that from the diner with Chloe? Yep. Okay. I don't remember that. I don't remember the specific choice, but I remember being in the diner and there being a choice. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's that one. It's what you have for breakfast. Yeah. Um, which isn't really a tough choice, but... Yes. Um, it's funny. Uh... <laughs> Jello on Reddit said, I chose Steph. Bella Thor's on Reddit said, Steph, no question. I want to play through again and choose Ryan, but I don't know if I'll be able to. Um, I feel that. I yeah. feel like in these games, if I go back to play them, 
I'm like, all right, I'm going to be totally different. And then I get there and I'm like, no, nah, I'm doing the same thing I always do. Yeah, I have to. <laughs> I can't help it. Yeah. Um, because Just like steps. It's, it's, it's rough. It's it, too rough. Yeah it's, yeah, it's too hard to change. I feel like I'm like, all right, I'll just probably have to watch Ryan, a Ryan version on YouTube. Yeah, I'm going to do um, that. <laughs> or something, because like... Yeah. The cop out. Yeah. Um, Mixture on Reddit said, Steph, as distraction, because I want to see if Diane is into gals. <laughs> yeah. I was also kind of curious. Um... Saranas on Reddit said, laugh out loud, first playthrough on with Steph, and I wasn't disappointed because she's hella assertive. She'd awaken something in me, too. If I were dying, hell, I'd take her up on that date. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, Imp3 on Reddit said, Steph. Bella on Reddit said, Steph. I wanted to see if it would work. <laughs> and then uh, Nobody Asked on Reddit said, I chose Steph and died at how flustered Diane became. <laughs> I hesitated at first and thought Diane would be more interested in Ryan, but then said, fuck it. Steph is my who my Alex is attracted to and thinks is hot. A woman hunting on another woman is an excellent distraction. Yeah, at very um, least it's like, wait, what? Yeah, Diane was caught off guard and then was like, it seemed like she was like, uh, maybe? Like, <laughs> yeah. It seemed like she wanted to say that, but was so caught off guard she didn't even get there. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, good distraction. Yep. Luke Hale on Reddit said, Joe Steph is the distraction. I was very attached to both characters, but Steph just had a little extra something. She has a lot of qualities that I value in, in a significant other. Funk case on Reddit. I set Ryan as the distraction. I would have preferred to send Alex herself, though. Yeah. I, yeah, it would have been a funny option. Like, neither of you. I'm doing it myself. And then yeah. you have one of them come in and swoop the USB. That'd be funny. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm the hottest one here. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a good... That'd be funny. Yeah, or send Jed in. <laughs> Dude's got a nice mustache. You got a mustache. Local that's... legend, Jed. Yeah. If you talk to a local celebrity... Um... <laughs> it's a legend. Legend. Um... Oh, I guess we haven't explained that. So I, I think somewhere along the way before this, you end up asking a little further about like, oh, why is Jed a local legend? And what had happened was, I don't know, 15 years ago or something like that, he was the head of a mining crew that was in the mines and a disaster happened. The mines collapsed. But because of his like fast thinking, most of them were saved. Some people still died, but he was able to... Yeah, I thought they said everyone survived. Okay, everyone survived. I think it was that. He, like, led his whole crew out. He led the whole crew out. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Good call. Um, That he managed to save everyone with his quick thinking and big deal. Yep. Um, And so he's kind of a hero for that and retired from being a miner working for Typhon or whatever and now has this bar. I think Typhon bought him the bar. Yeah, gave him the bar and we're like, you're, you know, we want to You're a hero, so here you go. Yeah. So that's sort of who he is. Um, Yep. But anyway, hot distraction happens. Um, it works. Diane is distracted by your eye candy. You steal her <laughs> USB um, and you run upstairs with it and try to use it, but the files are all protected. So you can't um, look at what she's got on there, but you are suspicious since there's protected files. So uh, Ryan says, hey, I'll get this to Riley. She's a good computer person. She'll get us through it. Um, and, you know, we'll continue our journey mm-hmm. uh, on our investigation then. So, um, cool. The next day, it is the LARP, uh, the LARP event. Um, and you meet up with Ethan before the LARP. Um, and he's worried 
about it. He's his um I think he's pretty blue. Or maybe he's purple for fear. Um but I forget which one. But either one he has a strong emotion. He might be sad. Yeah. I think it's blue. I think you're right. Um but he's worried that he's not gonna have fun and it will disappoint everyone who's worked hard for him. You know? Um I just wanna feel sad sort of thing, but I know that this you know, all of these people are putting in all this effort for me to do something that I know is cool. But I'm just sad. And what if I'm just sad through this? Won't I, won't I be upset mm-hmm. about that kind of thing? Um, the way I kind of reacted to that was like, if you're going to be sad, that's okay. You're allowed to feel what you feel and stuff. But let's let's just go for them at least. And if you don't have fun, that's all right. Um these people care about you and like let them show that basically. Yeah, that's where I went to. I think there's a one of the options is like uh, you won't be sad or something like that. And like I I didn't go. I'm yeah more with like the mm, let's just try it out. Yeah, I think we probably had the same dialogue. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, I, I would think so. And he seemed to respond all right to that. I think he yeah. felt, I think he felt understood and didn't feel like you were just making him do it, but was like you know. If you don't have fun, that's all right. But yep. you know they did work hard on this, so let them show that they care about you. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think there's a point where you're like, no pressure. Like people aren't gonna be pissed at you if you're still sad about this tragic event. Right. Come on, man. Like it's fine. Uh, yeah. Let's just go scope it out. Yep. Um, and so you start to explore um, as your LARP begins, and you end up meeting the king, who is Jed, who mm-hmm. gives you this mission to find these three jewels um, and that um, if you gather these three jewels, this will make you, uh, I don't know, powerful and able to help him in his kingdom, defend his kingdom or Mm -hmm. something. And so that's sort of your quest. You get set off and you start walking around and you have your first battle, which is with Ryan uh, (laughs) as a wolf. He has a wolf mask on. Yeah. Um, It's super funny. Um, It's very much like... You enter, like, a Japanese RPG mm-hmm. with turn-based combat where you, like, have different options, like, use an item or use magic or attack or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was very, very funny. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was great. They even play, like, combat music, too, which I think was really funny. Yeah, because you're, you're set up um, <laughs> almost like Mortal Kombat yeah, or something where it's the two. It's, like, side-by-side, side and you're both, like, kind of moving back and forth, like, mm-hmm. how you do in combat. So, it was really funny. Yeah, it was great. Um... Ryan's the wolf. You end up defeating him. Mm-hmm. Um, you have different like attacks or items as you go, right? And mm-hmm. as it goes, you can do a little more. You gain some new abilities and stuff. Yeah, you but... can, yeah. Get like items, or you get like a well, you get like a card that says gain three attack, and then right somehow just know that you have three plus three attack. Whatever. Yeah, things like that. And so, although you don't know each other's like stat lines, you can see your and Ethan's health bar because you don't want either of you to like get killed. In the fights, kind yeah. of thing. But you kill Ryan. Uh, it's good. Um, <laughs> he gives up loot when you, you kill, kill him. Ryan. It was good. Yeah, or kill, kill wolf, a wolf. Kill wolf man Ryan. Yeah, yeah, wolf Ryan. I guess you're right. Um, and from here, you continue your like quest, and you stop by the bar, and you see that it's been turned into a slaughter. Uh, there's like fake blood everywhere. And there's a gnome played by Ducky there. Yeah, very funny. Yeah, it's funny. And while you're looking around, you end up actually finding the first jewel at uh, this hideout. Um, 
And so you're encouraged by your mission and you continue on. Um, on uh, as you continue on, you stop by the magic shop where you can buy items. Because along the way, you can find coins. Um, when you like beat Ryan the Wolf, you picked up coins, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, and you get to uh, the magic store, which is Steph's record store, <laughs> repurposed. And she has it set up cool. She's, yep. she's got some cool setups. Also, uh, along the way, you do meet various townspeople who are in on the LARP mm -hmm. and will do different things, which is fun. So there's like a guy outside of her store who is like a blacksmith, quote unquote, mm -hmm. in the LARP world and stuff like that. So again, pretty fun. Um, they get like the whole town in on this, which is like plus or plus one for the town, you know, like they yeah. do. That's awesome. Another reason why I'd want to live in this town. Yeah. The town really stepped up for it and, and, and for Steph to give them roles and things that they do. And <clears throat> mm -hmm. Steph did a really good job here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and all the other people stepping up to be involved in it too. But um, yeah, she really nailed it. But when Steph's the shopkeeper though at her record store and she has the second jewel actually. But it's uh, too expensive. It's, you know, like 10,000 coins and you have like 10. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like... you can buy a couple items from her, but you're not going to buy the jewel. Um, <laughs> and so you uh, have an option. I imagine you had this option. I had it because I romanced towards Steph before this. So you have the option of being like, well, what if I marry you for it? <laughs> yeah, I had that um, too. Okay. Steph was like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Steph, uh, who is always cool and fine gets caught off guard and she's like wait what uh no i can't do that um yeah i couldn't reject that and then you listen to her feelings and, and she's, she's like yes yellow. yes 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's great yep it's super good yep. um super uh cute they really landed that as well um so she rejects your marriage offer for the game's sake um but says okay well i would trade it though there is this big river snake that has given us a lot of trouble if you could trade me one of its scales for the jewel, I would do that. And that I actually did this before I went to Steph's shop. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Mine was but opposite order. It, I mean, it doesn't. I think you can do it in any order you want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. I guess also for this, I imagine you could do these in almost any order. I mean, I bet Ryan the Wolf is first no matter what. But yeah. I bet everything else. All the other jewels you can probably get. And, yeah. Because you're never going to have 10,000 coins so. right so i bet everything else you could do yep. in whatever order um but you go to the river and you fight snake monster ryan um <laughs> ryan with a different mask on. yeah ryan with another mask uh again great ryan is like the best friend ever i know he's I feel just like down after, to do whatever yeah he I, I felt like he really uh killed it here and did a great job it's, uh, it's also really funny when they're fighting they make ryan like announce his attacks like Claw attack. Yeah. One damage. Like, I would yeah. hate doing that as an adult. <laughs> It'd be so demeaning. But for, I mean, I would do it. For yeah. The, most good situation or most good causes, whatever. Oh, I'd totally but, do any of these things for Ethan yeah, if very, I had to be any character in this. That is very funny. It, it, it is just funny. just make Ryan be the only one that fights. And right. That's like fine. Right. Yeah. Um, snake monster, you fight him. You ultimately win. You take the skill. You go back. You trade stuff. You have the second jewel. Mm -hmm. Then, lastly, you head to the bridge, and you fight the gnome, Ryan. It's a troll. Oh, a troll? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're right. Trolls have bridges. 
Come I, on, you get your monster lore in order. I was thinking it was weird that there was another gnome since Ducky was a gnome, so that makes more Ducky's sense. Ducky's very much gnome-like, too. Yeah, and this, he had the gnome hat. Like, yeah, um, Ryan just had a troll mask on. Yeah, you're right. Good yeah. call. The same flannel troll mask. Yeah. yeah, Ryan never changes clothes, he just has a different mask, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fairness, almost everyone is more got up that way, except for Steph is, Steph is in like full costume, and Ethan is. But everyone else, it's more like they have a hat. Like, you have a bard hat on. And your whatever. guitar, but... And your guitar, but, like... Not really. You're wearing regular clothes otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Ethan, he has his hat and his sword. And, oh, he has some, like... Maybe, like, a shirt. plastic yeah. shirt. Yes, yeah, so, some other art of... He... Uh, art, I don't know, like, item armor thing, whatever. Right, yeah. He's a little more together. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, him and Steph are probably the most together. And then yeah. everyone else is, like, they'll have a mask or, like... Maybe an item or two that signify it, but, um, yeah. Ultimately, though, Troll Ryan, beat him, get the third stone. And so then you have gathered all the stones, and you head back to the park to see the king. And you get there, and Charlotte's there in costume. I forget what her character was, but... Like a fairy? Yeah. Or a woodland thing? Yeah, maybe like an elf or a a fairy. Either one. But she guides Ethan to the sword, and there's a, a, a big wood sword mm-hmm. that I think Ryan had made for him. Yeah, I think it was from his comic, too. Like, the, it has some name in his comic. Yeah. Like, the Master Sword. Not yeah. that, but... Yeah. It's like the Excalibur or something. I yeah. I mean, it's not called that, but the version of that. Yes. And Ryan had made this. Uh, and it's pretty fucking cool, yep. actually. And it has uh, little holes in it for each of the stones to fit into. Yep. And so, Ethan, like... And also, as this whole... LARP has gone on. Ethan's got progressively more. Yeah, he's like, at this point, he's like, holy shit, that's the sword. Yeah. Pull it out, dude. Yeah. Um, Which is really cool. Yeah. It it feels really nice that you got here for him. Um, And, you know, seeing him enjoy it as it went, but then this, and he has that, like, holy shit moment. Yeah, Um, he's like, fuck. Yeah. Um, And he pulls it out, but then you get the reveal that the king was evil. The the king had had you gathered the stones so that he could kill you and take him and rule the king, uh, the kingdom evilly. So he's the whatever boss you picked. Yeah. Which one did you pick? I forget the other one. I picked the Lord of the or King of the Underworld. I think. I think that's the one I chose too. Yeah. Um, I forget what each of them were called, but yeah, I think that's the one I chose as well. Ethan is like full yellow in this. Like, the the king turned out evil. I have my dope sword. Well, I think it's before. I think he's full yellow before the king shows up. Okay, you're right. But anyway, yeah, you like steal his emotion. You feel into his emotion. And, you're like, and so you see the world he does. It's like a fantasy, legitimately like a fantasy world. Yeah, his sword looks cool. Him and Alex look cool. Yeah. Uh, the evil king shows up and looks cool. And you get a kind of ultimate boss battle yep. of how it looks. Um, so you actually have like the stat lines showing up on there. Uh-huh. Your attacks look cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's super awesome. Um I, I felt, like, really happy for yeah, Ethan in this. Yeah, they did this really well. Yeah. Yeah, the game itself did it really well, and I felt really happy for Ethan that he was experiencing the world he'd imagined, that this was, you know, everything he'd hoped for mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yep. Um, and in the boss battle, you go through it. You ultimately beat the king. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's awesome. You've had this, like, great day with Ethan. Um, but then you hear the sirens in the background from the mines, mm-hmm. 
and Ethan collapses and is really sad because he has this harsh reminder that Gabe's dead and, you know, as he thinks part it's of that, his fault. Yeah, yeah. As, it's my fault as part of this kind of thing. And Alex comforts him in this and it's like, it's not, it's not your fault, it's Typhon's fault kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, it was pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yep. Really, really fun. And then you get a little sadness yep. at the end. High, high. Fucking, like, lowest low. This little kid thinks he killed Gabe. Mm-hmm. Or was, like, the main cause of his death. Like, if I wasn't out there, he wouldn't he wouldn't be dead. Right. Which is true, but it's also not his fault. Right. No, yeah. Typhon. Yeah, 100% Typhon's fault. Typhon's we fault. We know for a fact. Yeah. Point. And that, like, you didn't blow the charges. They mm-hmm. did. You know, all that. Um, So, big LARP day. It goes well. You go, um, after this... To go see Charlotte. Um, Ethan's been picked up by his dad and is staying with him for the weekend or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you go see Charlotte in this time. And you find that Charlotte is really upset um, over Gabe. That, you know, this was really nice for Ethan and all. But um, she's still feeling pretty raw over this. And I think this is really only a few days removed from him dying. Like, it's not... Yeah, maybe two. Yeah, it's it's pretty close <clears throat> to when it happened. So it's still yeah. really, really fresh. Yeah, two or three, yeah. Not long. Yeah. And you end up feeling in her emotions. Uh, it's similar to some of the other puzzles where you, like, look at a couple items to feel her emotions. Mm-hmm. And it's her blaming uh, Gabe himself for dying. It's her blaming Ryan for dying. It's her blaming you for dying. Uh, and the big reveal being she's blaming Ethan for this. Yeah. Like, I hate my son. It's his fault that Gabe died. Yeah, if he had just listened. If like... he had just listened. Um, and she's really, really upset. Yep. Um, and ends up like smashing some stuff and yelling at you. It's she's really, really, really hurting. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where your kind of next big decision comes up. Yeah, and this is kind of what I actually alluded to before. Um, she's super angry. So you can decide like, do I? This is the is this the first chance where you can take someone's emotion. I think you're right. Yeah, so you can you can choose like, do I want to literally take her anger away mm-hmm. and like absorb it and like redirect it or whatever, or do I let her deal with it herself? So what what did what did you do? Um, I chose to leave it. Um, my thought being is that she needs to figure this out. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can help her in this. Like she's going to have to sort that out kind of thing. Um, like, I, I was feeling like my power is a tool, but I don't know if it can be like a get-out-of-jail-free card almost. Yeah, that's fair. So that was sort of how I thought about it. So I chose not to. Um, but it did feel hard because, you know, I knew she was really hurting. Yeah. So I actually did the opposite here. Okay. I did take it away. Um, and the main reason, I agree with what you're saying. I think she does need to work through it. But there's points where, like, Alex was feeling it. She's like, I don't know if she can survive this. It seemed like uh, suicide. Like, is she that pissed? Is she that hurting? Like, will she just end it? Sure. Um, so my thought was like, well, okay, if, if she doesn't work, like Alex would know more than, you know, some onlooker. Like, if she's going to actually do that, like, I think it's better for her not to deal with it. Yeah. So Ethan doesn't have, loses Gabe and his mom right. in a matter of three or however many days it would be. So that's kind of why I took it, was, was like, I this could end really poorly based on what Alex feels or, or sees. Right. So that was my, the main draw to that decision. No. For me. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Because it, it did, um, I did recognize that she was talking about how toxic this anger was. Like, it was, it was pretty bad. Um, I didn't, I didn't catch that it could be that serious like she I was said like, survive at some point i don't yeah i it I, felt like she was alluding to like oh no that, suicide no that's big because i that maybe would have changed my decision if i would have caught it as like she, charlotte could be, harm herself yeah. or whatever um i think i took it the way i like perceived it was like this is really really hard for her and mm-hmm. i don't know if she can take it but I was like, but can I, can I let her skip this or not? And I yeah. was like, I don't know if I should. Yeah. So that was sort of how I thought about it. Um, yeah. The turmoil though uh, is pretty even. Yep. Fifty three percent took it away, like me, and forty seven percent left her there with it. Which you did. You just left her there. <laughs> yeah. It Heartless. Didn't, <laughs> it didn't feel good. Yeah. Um, I mean, neither decision. I mean. Classic life is strange. Like, I don't do either of these things. Like, I'd rather just help. Mm-hmm. But, fuck. Yeah, and I, I'm interested to see how this played out for you later on. Because for me, like, eh, I don't know if I really liked the outcome. Yeah. Um. So, I, I'm excited to hear about that. Yeah, no, totally. Um, Mark on Twitter wrote in and said, I feel like her anger was natural for the situation. It would be weird to not let her deal with it. It's part of uh, grieving sometimes. I agree. And the, the thing that... Like, again, got me was like, what will she do with this anger? Like, if it's the extreme, like, ah, it doesn't seem worth it to let her deal with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Alyssa on Twitter said to me, one of the strongest moments in True Colors, I decided against taking her anger away. Her revelation about Ethan was heartbreaking, yet those feelings need to be worked out. For better or worse, emotions make us human. If you take that away, what's else? What else is left? Which yeah, that's fair. That yeah, that's a good point. Um, in there of like, if we can't feel things, like what what else are we doing? Then? Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, and I'll I'll speak to that more when we get to what we see about Charlotte later. But cool. Yeah, Christopher on Twitter said I took it away from her. Not such a good idea. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yep. Callum on Twitter said I left her with her anger. Wouldn't have felt right to take any of her emotions from her. Um, Miguel on Twitter said, didn't take it. People need to feel emotions. And I also didn't know what taking it would do to me. Um, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I guess seeing when we absorbed Max on accident, that was really bad for us. So that makes sense. Um, Adam on Twitter said, I didn't take it. It didn't seem like taking the anger would be good for Alex. Also, it didn't seem like it would go well for Charlotte either. I think Alex... Also openly wonders what would happen if you stripped the emotions from her. So definitely wanted to avoid it. Yeah. Uh. Uh, Chathy? Yeah. I think. Cool. Sorry if you butcher your name. Chathy on Twitter said, I felt like Alex found a new power. There had to be a reason, so I took it and regretted it soon thereafter. Yeah, I more or less did too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Laura on Twitter said, I didn't take it from her. It felt wrong, plus the idea... Plus, no idea what it would do to her and to Alex. Mm-hmm. Felt like something she had to deal with on her own. Yeah. Um, Jameson on Twitter said, I didn't take it away. Laura on Twitter said, I took it. Thinking about the wild Alex punching Mac from the first episode, I felt curious how badass Alex would react this time. But it didn't. Uh, she didn't go beat anyone. <laughs> so, yeah. I think they were thinking maybe get souped up and go fight Typhon. <laughs> something. Yeah. Go kill Diana. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Funk Case on uh, Reddit said, I let Charlotte keep her anger. Taking it is significantly different to just feeling it. And I saw what Max anger did to Alex. It was way too risky. Mixture on Reddit said, took Charlotte's anger because I wanted to make her feel better. M3 on Reddit said, took it away. Bella on Reddit said, I left her with it. Life is Strange 1 really beat into my head not to mess with the natural order of things. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> that is fair. Yes. Um, Luke Hale on Reddit said, I didn't take away Charlotte's anger. It felt way too morally horrible for me to do. Mm-hmm. It seemed like an easy way out, and I just wanted to be there for her as a person, not as a superpower. That's fair. That That is fair. I was thinking, too, um, this isn't in here as a question, but since she doesn't know you have the power, like would I feel better about taking Ryan's motion or Steph's because they know I have it? Or asking them if they want it. Yeah, or so asking... That seems like a fair... Something you should check, I guess, first. Yeah, but since Charlotte doesn't know, mm-hmm. would you want to step in like that? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to make that choice for them versus, yeah, Ryan or Steph. Maybe you could intuit it because they know about or be like, hey, Ryan, you're feeling pretty fucked up on this. Would you want me to take that? You know, like, that yeah. seems like that would feel more of a desirable circumstance which yes again for this as seeing by everyone's answers and our own tough decision mm-hmm. good call um <laughs> by them again yep. uh, um i can get the next two okay um jello on reddit said i let charlotte keep her anger didn't feel right to take away someone's emotions rather than allowing them to work through it and heal yeah um bella thor's on reddit said i let her keep it sometimes anger is the thing that keeps a person moving she needs to feel it and to grieve yeah uh Serenus on reddit said let her keep it for me taking the anger was the highest point uh just felt destructive to charlotte as a human she managed to let it out which was a big step in the right direction mm-hmm. she needed to heal properly but taking her anger like that meant robbing her of an ability to heal and better herself how can she work through grief if we're stripping away uh, a vital point when it's at its most intense. Yeah. Plus, I wasn't keen on seeing what it would do to Alex. That, Those are good points. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Uh, Izzy on Reddit said, Anger is part of the grieving process. My degree is in psychology, so I absolutely left her with it. I do wish we had the option to try to talk to her yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. It did feel shitty leaving. Like, for yeah. me, is I didn't do anything, and then I was like, all right, I gotta go. Like, I just headed off because... It didn't seem like you could do anymore, which did feel bad. Yeah. Um, I think nobody asked his last um, on Reddit. And they said, I let Charlotte keep and deal with the emotion uh, with the anger on her own. That wasn't even a choice for me. Putting myself in the moment, there's no way I was going to be responsible for her feelings. I was making peace with the circumstances of my brother's death in my own way and learning how to deal with my emotions. I didn't think it would be fair to Alex, especially since... Uh, she was not the cause of Gabe's death, and neither was Ethan and her journey of growing and grieving, um, so, or healing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think, again, right there, people have a lot of good reasons for both, yep. as you and I did for choosing separately. So, again, I think good job <laughs> yeah. by Life is Strange here. Yep. Um, I'm excited to hear, again, how, how things played out with you, and I'll let you know yeah. the differences, because I'm sure they'll be somewhat, somewhat vast. Yeah, no, I think so as well. Um, after this, you head back to the apartment. Ryan and Steph come over. Uh, Riley had cracked the USB for you. She also made Ryan tell her what it was about, um, which Ryan didn't want to do because she didn't want he didn't want her kind of implicated in their scheme. But mm-hmm. um, you get there and um, you search through the files, and you're able to prove that Typhon knew 
that we were on the mountain when it blew up. You find the call uh, that Mac made to his superior is about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that they still chose to detonate. You also find out that there was a second explosion at the same time. Uh, There was likely a cover-up for the old mine. So the old mine that had the collapse before um, had an inspection coming up. Like the day after. Yeah. Or a week after or something. Yeah, coming up soon. And so Typhon set off the explosion they were planning to to also be able to set this secret one up at the same time to hide whatever was down there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's why they wouldn't delay it because they needed to get both explosions off kind of thing. Grimy. Yeah, grimy. You figure it out. You also, in this, um, see that... Diane mildly tried to do the right thing, but not really that aggressively. Like, she kind of questioned it, and then they were like, well, Typhon basically threatened her, and then she backed down. So Yeah, they're kind of like, essentially, like, if you don't do this, like, what is this? what's your career going to be like after that? Mm-hmm. So, stupid. Yeah, not great. Um, the next evening, I think, or, or maybe it fast-forwards a few weeks. I think it's a few weeks later. Um, I think you get a short time jump, actually. I don't remember. Um, I think it's a few weeks later, and the town has uh, an annual festival that's a big deal. The Spring Festival. Spring Festival. Um, and you're getting ready in your apartment for it. You're going to use, um, the USB and go to Pike to expose Typhon. So, uh, big deal. You're gonna make this happen. Um, but first you're gonna go to the festival. And you get to the festival as things are getting ready. Everyone's really stoked about it. It's um, some traditional town festival that they've done for, I don't know, 100 years or something like that. Yep. Since the town's founding. Um, I think it used to be about um, birthing women and being able to, like, uh, tell someone you think they're hot by giving them a rose, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good summary. <laughs> yeah, more or less. And so they drop some of the weird stuff with it, but the rose is still a way to, you know... Tell your true love that you're really into them, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, of course, comes into play. Of course. Um, there's a band that's going to be performing that night. Um, and Steph is going to be drumming, but you don't know who else is playing with this band. Uh, you do, I think, either seeing things or seeing memories. You knew Steph had a different band she was a part of before. So you're kind of wondering if maybe her old band is coming back or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, and as mentioned, the tradition at the Rose... Uh, at the festival is you give a rose to a person that you care about um which of course for us know that you're into them yes which for us of course is you have the option of choosing steph or ryan Mm -hmm. or you can not give anyone a rose if you want um i imagine most people did this but um (laughs) you don't have to um and uh so here i gave a steph uh rose to steph same Yeah. yeah i imagine you did as well um and then uh, after that, you know, the, the preparations are done. You've talked to the various townspeople, and the band is ready to perform. Mm-hmm. And you find out that you're in the band. Um, <laughs> nice to know beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Ryan and Steph decided to surprise you with this because they thought you wouldn't come if you didn't, which is uh, probably kind of right. And Alex sort of sees that as like, yeah, I probably wouldn't. But she gets up and performs, and Alex does a good job. The town loves it. It's a, a bonding moment for the town and, I don't know, a good thing in all in all. Yep. 
Um, after this, you go to speak with Charlotte by the lake after performing. Um, this is probably where ours differ. Yeah, what, what, what happened here with you? Um, mostly the conversation was pretty decent. She, like, apologizes for freaking out earlier. Hmm. Um, but expresses, like, that things are hard. And I felt like I more or less got to be, like, a sympathetic ear. Um, and, like... I think there was a part where she maybe explains, too, that, like, you know, when you got here, you know, I was anticipating you and me would be best friends. This would be so big. Um, but then since you've got here, Gabe died and everything feels fucked up. And I know it's not your fault, but part of me feels that way sort of thing. Hmm. And so, it, it like, she expresses stuff. It doesn't end positively exactly, but it does end in sort of a... I want to get where I thought we'd be, even though our lives are really different than we thought they'd be. Yeah. Sort of thing. So that's more or less how mine goes. Okay. Yeah, mine is kind of similar. I think she expresses some of the same stuff, but she's way more, like, unemotional. Like, her emotions are gone. Okay. Yeah, which is uh, not great. Yikes. So there's a part where she mentions, like, yeah, I used to feel things so strongly, but now I just don't. I feel different. Like, I don't feel the same. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, oops. (laughs) So it seems like you maybe took all of her emotions. Yeah. And not just her anger. Or maybe you just took her anger, but all she can feel right now is anger. So it's kind of... She just has nothing. So she's a little more, like, vacant, basically? Yeah, essentially. There's a point where she's, like... Just talking about the lake. She's like, how deep do you think this lake is? And she's just, like, really, like... You know, it's a lake. And just Uh really, like... Almost like she had a lobotomy or something. Not great. Dang, that sucks. Yeah, so I... This one was like, ah. Well, I made the wrong decision. Yeah, no, that sucks. That that doesn't feel good. Mine, I felt like it was like... It felt kind of fitting for after the interaction we had. That was not a great one, but we picked up basically from it, you know? Mm -hmm. Of the freak out before this. And then her getting to explain a little bit out of it and not being so emotional in that moment but yeah still having a hard time kind of thing um so uh after this you go to the roof of your apartment um on the balcony to go hang out with your love interest they're gonna meet you there um so for us it's steph Mm -hmm. um and steph reveals that she wants to hit the road you know i i don't know if playing reignited this in her or whatever but um, she wants to go, and she wants you to come with her, um, and you know, go on tour and you know, make the road our home, sort of thing. And so she presents uh, options of going to Salem, um, and being like a witch band, <laughs> yeah. um, going to Berlin, or uh, being in the ocean, like a, yeah, some beach town, yeah, kind of thing. Um, and also, you can choose to react positively or negatively. Mm-hmm. Since our relationship was early, I chose to react positively, and um, I said Salem would be fun. I said Salem, too. Okay. It's, it seemed to fit, like, the band she might be kind of into. Yeah, that was that was sort of my vibe as well. Um, if you were to go the Ryan route, Ryan uh, wants to stay in Haven and start a business together, or, like, work together, and so there's talk about, like, the vinyl shop or working at the bar or things like that. So 
or maybe starting your own. I'm not quite clear. Yeah. Um, but either way, you know, let's build a life in Haven is sort of the pitch he makes. Mm-hmm. Um, very different. Yeah, very different. After this, um, you go and meet Pike. Oh, also you can kiss here, which uh, I did. Yeah, I went, I went for that. Yeah, went for it. Um, you have the option to, like, uh, hug them instead, which I'm, I feel like if you got this far, you got to go for well, yeah, it. Why, why, yeah, why not? Yeah, because... I wonder what happens if you don't romance anyone who meets you there and what happens. I guess in that situation, like if you didn't give anyone a rose. Maybe they're both there and they just talk. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. mm, People who've played, if you went that route, let us know. I would like to know. Um, But I'm not sure. I can't imagine, though, being in that situation and, like, you're probably going after one of them. They're your romance interest. And that you'd... uh, Hug it out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Thanks, bro. See ya. Um, Like... Good luck. Yeah, probably not. Um, but you go to meet Pike, and you go to meet him, and you think he is going to help out. However, uh, unfortunately, instead, he arrests you for stolen property. So, um, not great. And yeah, not what you expected. Yeah, uh, and he shows you uh, files that Typhon has on you. Um, shows ones that he has on that they have on Steph and on Ryan, and you also see he's, he's scared uh, as well. Yep. Um, and so he's basically like, you don't know who you're messing with. Like, mm-hmm. Typhon's a big deal. They could crush you. They could crush your friends. They could crush this town. And he's really fearful. Yep. And so you're brought up with your next decision to either sign the affidavit that he has for you. Typhon will. Drop the charges for you stealing this stuff um, if you sign this. And if you don't, then um, they're going to come after you kind mm-hmm. of thing and all these people. So that's the decision. Um, for me, I actually chose to sign the affidavit. Hmm. Um, uh, what did you do? I did not do it. Um I probably should have learned my lesson after taking Charlotte's fear away. Because if you don't sign it, you take Pike's fear away. Right. And he's like, yeah, let's get him. Okay. Um, To me, it just felt... It was like a... It was forced. Like, there's no way that um, Ryan or Steph would want to give this up either. Like, they seemed... They're locked in. Yeah. It's like, they'd be kind of pissed if I signed this. They're... Clearly, Typhon's afraid because they're trying to... Stop you again. Yeah, it's like, I... uh, Let's not sign it. I think if there was a third option where it was just don't sign it, but then don't take don't take Pike's fear away. I would have done that instead. But there's obviously there's two options. Yeah. So it seemed like to me a little lesser of the two evils, I guess. But also, Pike knew they were wrong. He was right. just afraid to do anything. He's like, if we can just get you past that, we might be in a good spot. No, that yeah, that makes sense. I um, my my reasoning. I guess also, I guess we'll say 30% signed it like I did. 70% did what you did. Um, So actually more disparity than some of the other decisions we've highlighted. But um, I chose to sign it. And my main uh, thoughts were for taking the fear from Pike, it said try to take it rather than take it away, like in the decision thing. And so I was like, could you fuck it up? And what would happen? Like, would you break him? That's fair. <laughs> um, so that made me a little concerned because I didn't want to, like, hurt him in mm-hmm. that. But then the main bigger part of this is, so this is near the end of the game. I think this is near the end of Chapter 4. 
Um, but it had me thinking, is the decision in this game going to be, do I like go out for justice for Gabe no matter what, even if it cost me and my friends everything? Hmm. Or do I let justice go away to help my friends? And that's where I thought it was kind of leading. Ah, uh, yeah. That'd and be so, rough. And so I thought, well, <clears throat> would Gabe want me to get like the truth no matter what? Or would he want me to save his friends? And with, Probably friends. Yeah. And with that thought in mind, I was like, I will give this up if it saves other people. Like, you know, I'll go down. I don't care. But I don't want to take Steph or Ryan or the town down. Mm-hmm. And so that, that was sort of the way I was thinking in this. Um fair as we see it won't actually end up <laughs> going that way or mattering as much the story does not go the way I what happens if you sign it um it just ends and you go back to the festival uh we end up in a pretty similar spot i think um <laughs> okay where we talk to jed and so on so okay um so okay uh from here we'll jump into listener feedback on this I uh, got some thoughts here. Callum on Twitter said um, they did sign it. I didn't want to put risk putting Steph and Ryan in harm's way. I also wasn't sure what taking Fikes, Pike's fear away would do since I chose not to tamper with Charlotte's anger earlier. Yeah. It's, it's um, Laura on Twitter said, nope, no way after everything I had to take his fear. So they wouldn't sign. Uh, Adam on Twitter said, no. Definitely seemed like a setup. I also figured if any of the threats were legitimate, you could always leak the evidence online. <laughs> um, it wouldn't help Alex, but at least Typhon would go down too, maybe. Hmm, good. Yeah. Fuck him. Yep. Chris on Twitter said, yeah, I chickened out and signed it. Uh, Alyssa on Twitter said, feeling the opposite in relation to the Charlotte choice. I took away his fear, which helped Alex in the end. Glad nothing quote unquote bad came of it, I think. Uh, Meagle on Twitter said, no way. Um, Jathy on Twitter said, no way, I took his fear. No way I was letting Typhon get away with it that easily. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, Mixture on Reddit said, took Pike's fear away because he was being irrational. Literally just taking evidence is enough to prove everything Typhon did. Which, I wasn't sure about that. Because, mm-hmm. like, is stolen evidence it's not, admissible? It's not admissible in court, no. I didn't think it's so. It's not. Um, and so I, I thought that he had some correctness to it of that you know i can't look at this because it can't count yeah um he could look at it still but that you couldn't use it like he could agree be like yeah they're wrong but you you can't use it right it seems like the retrospect the smarter thing would be to prove the things on the tape Mm -hmm. but not note not show that you do have it Mm -hmm. almost kind of thing yeah so you were going to try to be above board figuring out what the yeah I'm going to have Steph or Ryan... Go find it. Yeah, because you can't... Any, well, you can find it, you just can't... You can't use it yourself. Right. Something like that. Um. Uh, M3 on Reddit said, no, uh, didn't use it. Uh, Jello on Reddit said, I didn't sign the affidavit. Punk Case on Reddit said, Pike can, did not convince me. Uh, Bellathors on Reddit said, yes, I was worried... What would happen to Ryan and Steph if I didn't sign it? Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing, I feel like. Yep. Uh, Luke Hale on Reddit said, Pike didn't convince me and I took his fear. That probably sounds very hypocritical, but honestly, I didn't care about him nearly as much as I as Charlotte. And his emotions seemed minimal compared to hers, and we already have gotten so far. Izzy on Reddit, Pike originally convinced me to sign the affidavit that I was being cooperative. Bella on Reddit said, yeah, I did. Um, didn't want my friends to get hurt. 
Nobody asked on Reddit said, yes, Pike convinced me to sign the affidavit, and I did not take his fear either. Plus, I didn't want to put Steph in any danger. Uh, last up, certainness on Reddit said, nah, fam, lol. Yeah. <laughs> Firstly, I thought it was cool that they brought back two choices that the majority likely rejected again as the lesser of evil kind of thing. So you told Charlotte not to sign? You also didn't take her anger? Okay, hold this choice then. <laughs> I thought that was really dope. Like I said, signing Char- the affidavit meant surrendering the right to fight. That just wasn't going to happen. And unlike Charlotte processing grief, Pike's fear of Typhon was something that he could actually live without. Mm, for good. Charlotte, it was a numbing experience. For Pike, it empowered him. It's mm, good. Good way to say that. Yeah, excellent point. I think that that alone, like, you know, the other thoughts along the way have been good, but that one I think summarized it in a way that yep. if I could choose again and I didn't have my thoughts the way I did, I think that you, the majority was probably in the right thought here. Yep. Um, so, okay. This is probably where ours differs mildly, but so I leave the police station and I go talk to Jet after I signed it. Is that, did you go back to the festival or did you go back to the bar? I think I went back to the bar. Okay. So if I didn't, there was like minimal things that happened. Okay, cool. So back at the bar, I go talk to Jed about what I know. And um, for me, this, this part I thought was a little odd because of the way it plays out. But so I talk to Jed. And I just signed the affidavit and I'm like, I'm taking Typhon down. They can't silence me. And it's like, mm-hmm. I just signed a fucking deal. Yes, they did. Yeah. They, um, you, you, I am silenced. Yes. Um, literally, you can't sue them. Yeah. Like, so I thought that was a little bizarre. Yeah. But I go to Jed and um, he is like, well, you know, I could help you find evidence. Uh, you know, there's mining tunnels all over. I could get you to one that could get you where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, okay, cool. Um, so you head off with him, and uh, you're outside this tunnel. And he's like, okay, you know, we're five miles uh, away from town and, you know, three miles away from the mine, mining tunnel. We'll go, like, down through here and whatever. Um, and he's explaining it to you. And then uh, while you're looking at the tunnel, he pulls a gun on you. Mm-hmm. And he says... You couldn't leave this alone. Mm-hmm. Um, why did you have to keep digging? We you could have had a good life, but you kept uh, meddling. Almost, it's like it wasn't for those meddling kids. It's almost <laughs> yeah. kind of like that, except yep. not humorous. I didn't yeah, think of it. That, I didn't think of it that way when it happened because I really liked Jed. Yep. Um, but um, it's sort of that. And then he uh, shoots you, and you fall into the tunnel. Um, I will say. When he played the evil king in the LARP, I thought when that happened, I was like, maybe he's bad, which I hadn't thought before. Yep. Um, I hadn't either. I still didn't even then. Okay, so you were surprised here. Yeah. I I got suspicious when he played the bad guy in the LARP for some reason. Um, I mean, I I guess it was foreshadowing, sort of, but like... He's the evil mayor of the town. (laughs) Yeah, kind of thing. But I, I was suspicious then. Um... But I, and I was sad because before that I was like, I love this dude. He's so nice mm-hmm. and so helpful and understanding. Um, yep. But then he shoots you into a mine shaft. Yep. So Psych. then he wasn't. Um, so you get shot into the mine shaft. You get this um, cool picture of Alex. Like it almost looks like falling into an ocean. Like it's mm-hmm. just blue around her when it's her falling into the mine shaft. But it looked really cool. Yep. You pick up with uh, your final chapter and you're back in the psychologist office, um, which is, you know, it gets pretty trippy. Um, yep. um and the psychologist is pressing you about this move like you know did you really help anything since you left like 
questioning you pretty hard and basically saying you made people's lives worse since you've been there. Yep. Um, and you look around the, uh, the office. There's various items about you. There's like a case file. There's a guitar. Blah, blah, blah. Um, ultimately, this unlocks you going to uh, a memory. And it's uh, memory number one. You end up having a couple of these. And you're in the hospital. Uh, Gabe's sitting next to you in the hallway. He tells you how old you are. Um, so he's like, you know, I'm 12, you're 10. Uh, 14. Or, I'm 14, you're 10. Play your part. Mm-hmm. And then the scene unfolds. And your dad comes out of the hospital room. He goes and tells Alex to see her mom. Uh, you go into the room, and her mom is dying of cancer. Um, and really, she tells you to just be strong for your brother and your father. That you really need to do that. That you need to... Uh, hold your emotions in check for them, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and she gives you a necklace in this. Uh, also, something notable in this scene, but it does show up in the others, is if you don't learn what you're supposed to learn through touching the various items, Gabe will say, no, that's not how it went, and it'll send you back. Yep. Um, so you need to like remember the thing that they want you to. So I think that happened in this one for me, and so then in the subsequent ones, I made sure to do everything to make sure I learned what I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um so, interesting. Memory number two, um, once you've gone through this, is you are in your apartment um, with Gabe. Again, he tells you how old you are and says, play your part. Um, this time, I think it's like you're 12 and he's 16 or something. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a little older. Your, your mom has since died. Um, your dad comes home and reveals that he's been laid off from his job. And Gabe's giving him a hard time here giving him uh, a lot of shit for it like oh dad being laid off isn't gonna feed us and like you know things like that mm-hmm. um and it feels bad seeing gabe be this way even um because gabe was so nice from when we've known him but you also understand how he would be this way yep. in this memory um and alex is trying to keep uh the peace here uh trying to calm everyone down like oh you know we could sell my records we could do this um and gabe gabe it's like why do you always stick up for him and then Gabe and his dad start pushing each other. Um, Gabe's dad, or their dad, winds up to punch Gabe and accidentally elbows Alex in the face. Mm -hmm. And uh, everyone's kind of horrified um, in this. Alex is kind of like, knows it's an accident and tries to be like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. But the dad is horrified that it's gone here. Gabe is, you hurt Alex. Like, it's kind of a tense scene. And so the dad just grabs a bag with stuff in it and says... Someone else will take care of you. So fucked. <laughs> and starts to walk out of the door. Yep. Um, and then Alex uh, throws the her mom's necklace from the previous memory at him. Um, and it like hits the wall next to him. Mm-hmm. And he bends down and picks it up and walks out. So fucked. Oh, it's so fucked. It's yep. so sad. Yes. Um, One of the most sad things I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what a horrible thing. Um... We get memory number three. <laughs> Gabe is sitting next to you at a group home. You're at an orphanage here. Um, again, tells you how old you are and says play your part. So I think this time it's like, you're 13, I'm 17 or something. Um, and you see a group of letters that Alex has sent to her dad that have been returned. So she's been trying to keep in contact with him. And Gabe is kind of like, why bother? He sucks. Yeah. Sort of thing. So um, they ended up in foster care after their dad left. Sad. Um, and the kind of memory you look at here 
is you see different groups of uh, prospective parents looking through the windows at the kids and then explaining why they can't take this kid. Mm-hmm. Take Alex. Like, Fucked. Yeah. Oh, are, are they supposed to be that old? You know, are they that angry normally? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, like, I don't know if I could take a girl or all these reasons as yeah. to why Alex was not picked, um, yep. which is, again, super fucking mean. Yep. Um, I felt very hurt for Alex, certainly, yep. in this. Uh, sad, man. Yeah, it's fucked up. Um, so, go through these memories. Alex then wakes up in the mine. Um, and she's injured. She's in the dark. Not great. Um, and she is trying to make her way through the mine. Um, I think she'd gotten shot in the shoulder, maybe. So she's hurt, but and didn't... And also fell through the mine. <laughs> yeah, fell through the mine. So she's, like, fucked up, but um, not, not like, dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, or not, like, on the verge of death. Um, and as she's walking through the mine, she, like, tries to light a torch. It doesn't work. But then in the distance, she sees a light. Um, so she follows towards it. And she gets there. And she ends up finding her mother's necklace there. Mm-hmm. And through it, you get these memories and you find out that her dad had worked in this mine when it had collapsed. And him and like five other miners were crushed in the collapse. Um, and that Jed had encouraged them to push further when it was looking a little sketch. Mm-hmm. And then once the bad thing happened, Jed just, Jed just fucked off with the other miners. And they all said everyone made it out, even though some of them didn't. Yep. Um, so yeah, super fucked. Um, really shitty. Um, and finding out that your dad died here is just rough. Yes. All around bad. Um, after this, you, uh, do a little yada yada, um, of Alex (laughs) getting out of the mind that gets skipped (laughs) for us. And we pick up in the bar and Alex stumbles into the town meeting, um, they have like monthly meetings between the leaders of the town, like the city council almost. Mm-hmm. And she stumbles in bloody and fucked up to mm-hmm. confront Jed about what happened. And um, you have Steph, Ryan, Jed, Diane, Ducky, Charlotte, Eleanor, and Pike there. And you confront Jed and are like, you shot me and into a mine shaft. Mm-hmm. And then I found out your dark secret. You you're not a hero. Instead, you're a coward. Um, when your men were in danger, you didn't risk your lives to save them. You fucked off and let them let them die so the rest of you could get out kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, and when you do this, some of the people in the town believe you, and or at this meeting believe you, and some don't. So for me, um, the main highlights, Steph believed me right away and was on board. Yep. Ryan did not, though. Yep. Um, and then I think I had some of each of the other people. Um, no one else believed me except the sheriff. Okay. I think Charlotte believed me. Probably because I took her emotion. She didn't. Yeah. I think Charlotte believed me, um, but I think that was it. Um, and then uh, in this, you press Jed a bit, and he ultimately confesses. I think you use your power. And... You use your power to feel his emotions in this. Um, you get the chance to say you forgive him, which is what I did. I did, yep. Um I think that that was better than condemning him in this situation, or that's how I felt. And yep. he he kind of breaks down and is like, "It's true. I I'm not a hero. I uh, I've been running away for years, and you know all that yep. kind of thing." Um, we pick up the next day, and uh, at the apartment, 
and in our case, Steph, um, this can happen with Ryan mm-hmm. if you went that route, but Steph comes and says, I want to be with you. Um, if you want to move and go on the road, I want to go on the road, move, uh, go on the road with you. If you want to stay in Haven, I want to stay in Haven. You being brave, like made me want to be brave too. I don't want to just put my own interest first. I want to, I want to put you first and build a life kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, which was cool. Um, and then after this, Alex goes on to the roof and has a conversation with Ghost Gabe about her decision, <laughs> yeah. um, which was actually really, really good. Yes, it was. Um, this was maybe one of the best parts in the game, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gives this, um, he kind of asks you what you're going to do. You know, are you going to leave? Are you going to stay? Um, and at first he like tells you you should stay. And then you're like, okay, I think I might. And then he's like, but maybe you could leave. Um, <laughs> yeah, and not helpful. She, yeah, and she has like this, like, fuck off, Gabe. And she's like, you know, I don't I don't need this. I need you to be a big brother. Like, that's what I need. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he goes on this monologue about what life could be like in Haven. Um, and it's really good. They really landed, like, the scenery for this. Yep. Um, they, they, like, fucking killed it here. Um, but he explains what life could be like in Haven. He's like, imagine... You don't get on a bus tomorrow. Neither does Steph. Um, that you work at the record store. That you do this. That the memories of Jed and Typhon and me eventually fade into the background. And you see like uh, the leaves change and the snowfall, and you see a montage of their life and everyone moving on. And mm-hmm. um, you know Ethan and Charlotte at uh, the apartment, and uh, Alex and Ethan are playing video games, or. Uh, Alex and Steph holding hands somewhere or um, Charlotte on a date with someone else, maybe meeting someone, you know, different things like this. Riley with someone else, like Mm -hmm. the town moves on and presents this as a, you've changed this town, you know, um, performing at the festivals in the future, things like that. And that you could use, you've transformed this town and it's transformed you as much as you've transformed it kind of thing. Um, And it's pretty nice. Mm Mm-hmm. Very appealing. Yeah, very appealing. And then he does also give you a little bit of the other side of, or you could go adventure. You know, you've transformed this town, but why couldn't you transform anywhere else? Um, Mm -hmm. Anywhere would be lucky to have you kind of thing. Um, It's really good. uh, Really, really awesome. And so finally, you make your last decision of the game. What will you do for your ending? Um... I chose to stay in Haven Springs. Same. Um, and both of us with staff, I assume, had not. Yep. Um, 57% of people chose to stay in Haven Springs. Uh, 43% of people um, chose to move on and seek of adventure mm-hmm. um, to perform music on the road and all of that. Um, why did you choose what you chose? Just that the vision that Gabe cast. It's like, ah, like, seems pretty cool. Yeah. I know, like... It'd be kind of sad at various points, and maybe for a while, but it seemed, this is our first home we've ever had since our mom, dad, and dad left, like, probably worth sticking it out and seeing what happens. So I, I think that's, I think that's kind of what got me. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they have a home. Uh, it, it, it seemed right to me, that vision really appealed. Yeah. I was in, for sure. Also Haven Sweet. <laughs> yeah, and Haven Sweet. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, that's kind of what I thought, too. Um, 57% of people did that. 43% did the other. Um, feedback here. 
<laughs> so Adam on Twitter said, I left to be with Steph. Uh, I think it would be weird living in a town where your dad and brother were murdered. Um, (laughs) But in my head, at least Steph and Alex would come back to visit. My only complaint in my ending is I thought Alex and Steph leaving uh, would play music together. But in the last scene, only Alex was playing. Assuming this was a budget thing, or maybe I'd misheard Steph's plan. Um, I watched that too. I think it must have been a budget thing because it was weird. You get a... Or I didn't like it is that Steph was in the audience and she texts you while you're performing. And Hmm. the way that... Steph had pitched her plan earlier. Like, I could see, oh, we'll be a band and we'll, like, live yeah. on couches and shit. Which, that would sound more appealing than how that sounded yes, to me. Yes, I agree. Meagle on Twitter said, stayed in heaven. In heaven. Haven with Steph. <laughs> Basically heaven. Yeah. Cal on Twitter said, stayed in ha- haven with Steph. Alyssa on Twitter said, my first run, which I think is my headcanon, everyone sided with Alex in the vote. Stayed in haven with Steph. And if Gabe's... Looking to the future was basically what will happen. They end, end up married. So I think, finally, a hopeful, positive ending. Yeah. Uh, Laura on Twitter said, Left Haven with Steph. Um, although I didn't like that even if you're on good terms with Ryan, um, he supported me and all that. He doesn't appear in the imagined ending staying or going to say goodbye at the bus stop. Um, mm. Yeah, I thought that was too bad. I would have wanted him involved in my life after that. It, it's not like we couldn't have moved on. Yeah. Um, I was sad not to see him as well. Um, Justin on Twitter said, stayed in Haven with Steph. Perfect ending. Christopher on Twitter said, left Haven with Steph. Mark on Twitter said, left Haven to pursue music with Steph. If the game gives me a start a music career with a cool girlfriend option, I am going to take it. (laughs) Uh, Also, I live in Salem. So in my head, that's where they ended up. (laughs) I had to represent my hometown. Fair. Yeah, fuck yeah. I would do that too. Yep. Um, Jewel on Twitter said, left to Berlin with Steph. So they went far. Yep. Um, Chathy on Twitter said, I told Ryan I'd take time to forgive him, but I'd be willing to try. I stayed in Haven with him and worked to build a future. Chris on Twitter said, lived happily with my girl Steph in Haven. Dave on Twitter said, left to travel the world. Uh, Fabian on Twitter said, regardless of the ending, it's the best ending of the series. It's no, not as emotional or hard-hitting as the others, but it's amazing anyway. It can't not put a smile on your face. Um yeah definitely yeah. positive um yeah. m3 on reddit said stayed with steph uh bellathors on reddit said stayed uh with steph and haven haven um funk case on reddit said i stayed in haven i didn't romance anyone but i got the steph ending um as there's not a platonic ending so uh, i guess that uh yeah it goes i guess you can't go platonic huh. um seranus on reddit said i left haven with steph I was heartbroken for leaving Ryan alone in Haven, and they made sure to push my his face close to my screen so I would see how much I hurt the man by leaving. Ironically, I actually prefer Ryan to Steph now when that wasn't the case before the game, even during my Steph run. Hmm. Yeah. Jello on Reddit said, in the end, I stayed in Haven with Steph. Bella on Reddit said, Alex stays in Haven, Steph stays with her. Lucale on Reddit said, making the final decision to stay or leave Haven Springs took me such a long time as it felt as if I was truly making the choice. In the end, I decided to seek adventure, and what I saw didn't disappoint. This is by far the single best ending to any video game I've ever played. Seeing Alex leave Haven Springs with Steph closely behind her made me burst into tears once more. The way that Deck Nine handled the ending was damn near perfect. Alex getting on her first stage, receiving that reassuring message from Steph, go fuck him up, babe. (laughs) (laughs) That message is someone who has seen um, Steph... Steph's personality develop over the course of the game, 
says more than any simple I love you ever could in Alex's eyes. Alex's final words are, hello everyone, I'm Alex Chen. Leaving this much open to interpretation is so fitting with the type of ending that I chose. I, I like that. I thought yeah. that was a good way to some, talk about that ending. Oh yeah, that's um, very well said. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody asked on Reddit said, my ending was getting on the bus out of town with Steph. I couldn't figure out why a 21-year-old with no student loans and a whole big world waiting for her, with her girlfriend who backed her and never doubted her, would stay in a tiny mining town uh, where not only her brother was killed, but also her father, and then live in an apartment above the bar of the man responsible for the father's death and (laughs) attempted to murder you made no sense. That would never feel like home to me. It may have been Gabe's phone, but it wasn't Alex's. My Alex wanted to help people, and I think she deserved to broaden her horizons and possibly go to school to become a therapist or some sort, or create a program to benefit foster children. Who knows? The world is her oyster. Steph deserved to leave and have her adventure with her, too, especially since she was planning all along to do so, but saved for Gabe. I didn't want there to be a reason she stayed again and not followed her passion. They are very young. It didn't make... Uh, sense to remain in town, which had very little job opportunities. How many people are buying records? <laughs> uh, uh, for the long term, I never spoke to Ryan again after and doubted after he doubted I was telling the truth. The game didn't give me the option, but I also don't know if I would have had much to say to him. Besides, I'll always be a friend, and I understand why you wouldn't want to believe that about your father as a murderer, but I still feel betrayed that you felt like that. Um, which... Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yep. I think for me, I, I wondered if just the, like, yeah, I, the appeal to the road I didn't make sense to me for a me perspective, but I think if it would have pushed it harder as Steph and you doing this together, I could see getting on board with that more for yeah. me. But since it felt like it was, like, I guess in real life I would have had that discussion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, sort of thing and being like, hey, Steph, do you think we should do this? And then make a decision together. Yes. Um, as opposed to, I'm doing this. You yeah. Follow me or not. Yeah. Um, but, okay. Yes. That is the game. <laughs> yeah. We did it. So, uh, general thoughts on this game for things that we haven't gotten hit up. Um, we've talked about a lot of things I would share. So, um but uh, one brief one I'll share, and then one longer one. Uh, brief one being is I think that Ryan and Steph worked out really well as being your friends and or romance options, and that they really nailed this um, because in previous games, there's more of one good person yeah. and then another option for some reason. So <laughs> yeah. like uh, Cassidy, in my opinion, is the good option in Life is Strange 2 versus Finn is not really a good romance option, but he's there. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> or, or in the first game, Chloe is the good romance option or you could romance Warren. Um, Warren's kind of cool. He's okay. Um, yeah, I mean, he's but, not. Yeah, They don't really sell him. <laughs> they don't sell him. Yeah. Um, but this one, they sold them both. And yes. they're both great. And the other one feels like a good best friend outside of the one you would pursue. So I think they nailed that. Um, yes. We did talk about that some earlier, but... I agree. Um, uh, unrelated thought, but uh, I don't know, another one I have, is I think that the game being ep- episodic, or not being episodic, it worked out fine getting it all at once, but I think I like the episode way better still. Yeah, um, Because Me too. I think it kind of removed the event feel. I know when the Life is Strange 2 episodes were coming out, I was just so stoked. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I'm going to play that today. I can't wait to see what people think. And the, I think that that was really good. And if this means that go, if Life is Strange no longer does that anymore, that this is the new model, it, it's fine. And I'm okay with it. But I would prefer episodes. Um, 
you know, not three months apart, like they were for Life is Strange 2, but even if they were like monthly, if just for five months you got one each month, that'd yeah. be awesome. And yep. I think I would prefer that to this. But yeah. this was still good and worked out, and as we've talked about, we like this game. But I think if I would have got it bit by bit, that might have been better. Yep, I think I agree. I, it felt, I think maybe that's one of the reasons why it felt shorter, was because you can just fucking play straight through if you want to, whereas you had to wait in the other games. Well, I guess I played the first game after it all came out. But still had to wait a little bit. And it, I feel like it broke it up more. And then you had to, you had like the kind of cliffhanger at the end of each episode with a big decision. You're like, oh, fuck, what the mm-hmm. fuck? Yeah. So I, I think you missed some of that with yeah. it not being episodic. So I, I, I agree with that for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, I also talked a lot about my feedback already. Um, I think that the biggest thing I could think of is um, the ending felt kind of rushed to me. Like going from, like you sign that you sign or don't sign the affidavit, then you know minutes later you're like maybe getting killed by Jed or not, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of goes through. And then you're talking to people. It, it felt a little rushed. I feel like they could have added something in there to, or maybe changed it the the flow of it. Yeah, where you could have gotten another hour or two out of that. Right. I, so I think maybe that's where, if they added something to the game, I think it would have been in that section, because it seemed like it was like the climax was building and then it was like oh fuck Jed's bad and then it just was like 45 minutes later nah, game's over so it just felt yeah. a little little rushed like the reveal was was there and it was really cool and then it, it was just ending yeah I, I, I would agree with that and that you got a um not weird but uh, like a dream sequence in there yeah. I almost wonder if those memories could have been better if they were spaced out like, rather than getting them all at once. Like, what if you got yeah. one each chapter or something? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, um, and it took me a while to figure out, like, okay, what are these doing for the plot? But then I realized, oh, she's dealing with her emotions. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, actually, after I wrote my notes down, like, it's like, oh, she's dealing with her own emotions so she can help other people deal with their emotions. Like, yeah, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it did feel a little rushed. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Uh, random side point, too. How the fuck did Alex get out of the mine? <laughs> Yeah. That was like one thing that, like it was pitch black. Like, and then how'd she find the exit? She seemed trapped on there. I was like, mm, yeah, you could have. Yeah. That should have been handled differently. That's like the one big thing where I'm like, that was the one thing that you should have objectively done differently. Yeah. To, and to whatever extent. Yeah. I feel like they should have shown a cutscene. Like, even if they didn't make you make your way through the whole mine. Yeah. Like, finding an exit. Like, they should oh. have just shown you, like, see where to go. Yeah. Because it was just, I mean, there's times where, like, the lantern went out, then you had no more. Light from the memory, and like, oh, that's you're underground. It's pitch black. You're not seeing anything. Yeah. How do you? How do you get out there? How do you do that? Yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah. They just kind of skipped over that. <laughs> They're like, uh, whatever. She got out. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm like, well, it does matter. Yeah. What I mean, minor point, relatively, but one of those things that when she did get out, it's like, what? Yeah. She how, just. How did uh, you? Almost dead, Alex. Just. Rolling. Traveled out. through a mine that's collapsed that miners couldn't get out of. Like. Oh, right. Okay. I'll, I'll buy it. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Um, I think as a relation to the ending um, that we haven't talked about is that this is the only Life of Strange game, really, where the ending isn't a tragedy. Normally yeah. that's pretty common, is there's a lot of tragedy Some in these games. Some kind of at least, yeah. Um, but this one instead has a positive ending, um, mm-hmm. which I think some comments alluded to that earlier. Yes. But, um I think this might be good for the series in general. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, I'm I'm certainly one for liking painful endings, and uh, yes. you know, I I, I like that Me with too. these games or other games. Like I, I'm all for gut punches. Yeah, I'll take them. Uh, I like being in the fields. Um, and so this one, I think, doesn't have some of that impact for me, where it didn't hit me in the feels, right, in the same way. There were moments that did, for sure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, all in all, I wasn't left with some of those big moments like the other ones. But I think this might be good for the series in general, because I think it can be... Other- this opens it up to being other things. And even looking back, Life is Strange 2 being on the road, that did open it up for other things. It wasn't received as highly, mm-hmm. but it did open that up. And I think this, again kind of saying the series can be other things and i think probably long term for life is strange that's probably good um that they don't all have to be yeah there's not just a mold they fit into they can kind of expand the mold i guess yeah um and so i think that's probably a good thing long term and will probably make life is strange games better as a whole um because they didn't uh punish us on the way out Mm -hmm. uh like has happened before Yes. Or can happen. It doesn't always happen, but it can. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that. Well, because you see, like, Alex goes through so much shit in her life mm-hmm. just to have it in, like, oh, you're still fucked. Mm-hmm. That would have been <laughs> really shitty. Yeah. So in some ways, you, the ending that could have been really bad was expanded or played throughout her entire life. Right. So you kind of get all the feels by seeing, like, oh, man, she was rejected. Her fucking dad left her. Her mom died. Her brother died. Like, all these bad things happened. And, like, it's nice she got... a a nice ending. Right. It, right. Yeah, ex- exactly. Instead, all the tra- the painful tragedy stuff was more either in the past in those dreams or Gabe dying. Um, most otherwise than that, it was more moving positively for her. Um, yep. And yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm glad we didn't see her uh, suffer more kind of thing. So yes. I thought that was good. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you, Life is Strange. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had one final thought. Um which is the theme of home being the place that you make it. Um, mm-hmm. That really is pressed throughout the game. Uh, two highlights that I wanted to bring about this that I thought were good is one, uh, Alex says this at the Lantern Memorial that we talked about earlier. And um, talking about Gabe, she says, Gabe says this. And, um, she says, I didn't know if I belong. I said I didn't know if I belonged here. Gabe told me home isn't something you find. It's something you build. And so at that point, it gives you this sort of feel of, can I make a home here? Yeah. Sort of thing. Also, um, in the soundtrack itself, there are actually four songs that have home in the title of them. Um, So, you know, they're pumping this theme through there. Uh, I have a couple lyrics from a song called Home by uh, Gabrielle Applin that is part of uh, the soundtrack. Um, And I like the song a lot. But it says... Because they say home is where your heart is set in stone. It's the place where you go when you're alone. It's where you go to rest your bones. It's not just where you lay your head. It's not just where you make your bed. As long as we're together, it doesn't matter where we'll go. And um, I really think that that song probably could have been the song that ended the game. Um, yeah, and it probably. Really <laughs> uh, it wasn't. They had a different one that also had home in the title and was good. But uh-huh. I think this one could have worked. But again, I think this is what Alex has gone through, right? She's never had a home... She's never had it work out. And so I think for me and for you, right, being able to settle in Haven, I'm established here. We're yep. going to make Haven new. Um, the bad things that did happen are in the past. We'll restart, make a new future with someone, all that. Like, that's cool. I'm glad that she has that. And she could also have a home in the road. That's not limited yeah. to Haven at all. So if people did that, 
that's cool. It's like um, that last line. As long as we're together, it yeah. doesn't matter where we go. Fits both. Right, yeah. It fits either way. Um, uh, that it's not it's not a physical location. It's where you've made it. It's mm-hmm. the people, the all of that. And I thought that was good. I think that's, again, a pretty cool like theme that ran through this game. Um, and is awesome. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Um, okay. Finally, <laughs> listener <laughs> feedback to wind us down. Um, all right. Callum on Twitter said, uh, Haven was beautiful and it contained a great cast of likable characters, especially the trio of Alex, Ryan, and Steph, um, who was great to see again after Before the Storm. Soundtrack was fantastic as always. Deck 9 knocked it out of the park. Can't wait for Wavelengths, the DLC. Yep. Me too. Well A said. lot of fun. <laughs> yes. Um... Adam on Twitter said, I liked it a lot. It was probably my second favorite in the series. It was nice being back in one location and interacting with the same characters throughout the chapters compared to Life is Strange 2, uh, where we were on the road. The music, the setting, characters, story were excellent as always. So, same things we've been saying. Right on. I feel like our um, feelings are... um, Identical. Yeah. Resonating, yeah. Yep. Thomas on Twitter said, absolutely loved it. Despite enjoying Before the Storm, I had my reservations about Deck Nine taking over the franchise. They have delivered big time with um, True Colors. So many brilliant little memories, and Alex, of course. Christopher on Twitter said, Honestly, the nostalgia factor of Life is Strange 1 is the only reason True Colors isn't my new favorite of the series. The characters were likable and had backstories, and as usual, the music was incredible. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Daniel on Twitter said, While it didn't hit me as hard as Life is Strange 1 or Before the Storm, I'm glad to see it had a great impact on the majority of people who will share these experiences. That's what counts the most. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that makes sense. I, I can see it. I don't feel like it hit as hard yeah. uh, as those games for me either, I agree. but I think the overall experience to me is, makes it more elevated. But I, I would agree with that. Um, yep. Alyssa on Twitter said, Generally speaking, I'm incredibly happy with the game. After finishing it twice, I'm watching Let's Plays now. Once Wavelengths is available, a third run will happen. To me, this is uh, on level with the original game. Um, so, a lot of love there. Mm-hmm. Nia on Twitter said, I loved it. Uh, Mark on Twitter said, Erica, Han, and Katie, who were the voice actors for Alex, Gabe, and Steph, uh-huh. really killed it in their performances. Everybody did well, but those three really stick out to me. Mm-hmm. I agree. They really landed. I love yep. Gabe. Like, for how little time we got with Gabe... I thought he was great. great. Yeah, he was character phenomenal. was really good. Voice acting really good. Yeah, and then uh, same thing for. Uh, I thought Alex was a great playable character. Mm-hmm. Step of Grace, great as well. Yep. I, I agree. Those really stood out. Oh yeah. Uh, Chathy on Twitter said the facial animation tech they used this time around was fantastic and added so much emotion to the characters, which is important when the game is centered around emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah, I agree. Breezy on Twitter said it was over too soon, so a little short. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Martin on Twitter said it was good but really short, so more short. Mm-hmm. Mixture on Reddit said loved every bit of it. And Izzy on Reddit said loved it. It's my favorite game in the series, so good. Yeah. yeah. Surprising. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mandel on Reddit said I enjoyed it, but it did feel too short, um, or it didn't use episodes as efficiently as they should have. Episode 3 was almost entirely dedicated to a LARP game. Come on. Uh, <laughs> which, that's fair. I think if you didn't like the LARP, that probably really yeah, fell flat. That's like a fourth of the game. Yeah, that was, a, hu- yeah, yeah. That was a huge part. Um, M3 on Reddit said, I thought it started rather slowly and took its sweet time in the first two episodes. Then it got really good in episode 3 and 4, only to fall flat on its face when you meet Pike in episode 4 and never recover until the end. Overall, I liked it quite a bit, but due to the weak very 
the very weak last episode and some change, I can't rate it much higher than number three on my personal Life is Strange list. Huh. Uh, I was also rather disappointed in the lack of meaningful decisions and, ironically, emotional content. Huh. So, um, it sounds like they liked it all right, but they had some harsh criticisms. Yep, yep. Um, Lauren on Reddit said, I felt disappointed. Jello on Reddit said, I really enjoyed the game. I wish it was longer and there were more endings, but I thought it was beautifully done, especially the scene with Eleanor in the flower shop. I thought that was really good, too. Um, Mm -hmm. I thought it was an incredible story about emotions and healing. Mm -hmm. Melathors on Reddit said, I wished it was longer, but the story was beautiful. I love the soundtrack. Doing the LARP was the most fun part of the game. So either you loved it or hated it. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Funk Case in Red said, Alex is amazing and I absolutely loved how much she is conveyed, even in her mannerisms. I always got the sense that she truly cared for other people to the point of being, uh, of that being her own happiness. For example, seeing how she smiles when she realizes Ethan is starting to have fun during the LARP. It's subtle and super endearing. With that said, the game is way too short and I want more of Alex. Yeah. Uh, Bell on Reddit said, really love the game. Um, you know who broke my heart? It's not a Life is Strange game if your heart doesn't break. I have to say that I absolutely loved the LARP chapter and I'm, I'm super thrilled they incorporated mini games, the arcade, into the game. I guess overall I'm just sad it's over. I don't really have the, any need to replay the game except to maybe intentionally have uh, no one defend me at the council meeting. I paid 80 bucks for the deluxe edition and I don't think it was actually worth the price tag looking back. Yeah, that's, yeah, I could, I could see feeling that way. Yeah. Um, nobody asked on Reddit. I liked Alex. Can't say I was in love with the game or that the ending will leave me thinking about it for days. Life is Strange 1 killed me. Um, was way too short for the amount of money paid for it. I wish Steph was more fleshed out or there were more romantic scenes or hell, even more regular interactions between them instead of relying on time jumps to explain how the friendships developed. It did, however, feel more realistic dialogue wise. I didn't find myself cringing how everyone spoke like in Life is Strange 1. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, ready for the mosh pit, shaka raw. Um, <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I also uh, really enjoyed the whole LARPing sequence. I wish I was able to explore beyond the one street in the town. It was extremely aesthetically pleasing game. It made me want to teleport to Colorado. Oh, yeah. I, I wish I could have explored a little more, too. I like that we had that one street, but if they yeah. would have given me more to go or more to talk to, I would have been about it because uh, Haven was a cool place to be. Yes. Um. Saranus on Reddit said, I love True Colors. It's my favorite title in the series to date and renewed my love of Life is Strange. Mm. Said this numerous times, and I believe Deck Nine did an incredible job with these characters. Of course, it's not a perfect game and far from a perfect narrative, but I took a lot away from uh, True Colors regardless. I love the characters. I will always follow and care about their journey, no matter how flawed the main story might be. Much like the last three games, I can go on and on about what is flawed about True Colors, but I feel the love packed into the characters of True Colors just as the other games. No, the characters aren't exactly controversial or multi-layered like Chloe or Daniel, but they're still genuine people with their own fears and struggles that I wholeheartedly empathized with. Yeah, uh, this is good. I feel like we're not done, but they're like I feel like this is good. Of there are some people it didn't work for. There are other people who really love this game. Yeah, and I, I think that this shows they did a pretty good job. Yeah, I'd say overall. Yep. Um, last up though, we have Luke Allen Reddit. There's another page. Um. Oh, never mind. I'm wrong. And uh, they had, in their comment, they actually linked to a post they made on Reddit about their thoughts. And they had some thoughts there that were pretty good. So I pulled that excerpt. 
an excerpt from that uh, to this because it was on some of the questions we asked. So um, uh, here's the excerpt. Uh, They say, to wrap up, Life is Strange 1 was extremely important to me during the time of my life that I played it. Um, And True Colors is extremely important to me in the current time of my life. Making this choice has been extremely difficult, but I finally decided to let Life is Strange 1 go from my third spot on my top 10 games of all time. And True Colors has taken its place. Life is Strange 1 hasn't just moved down a spot. I decided to remove it entirely. The game will always be important to me, but True Colors experience made me realize it's important for new memories. Going through my top games list and adding True Colors to my third spot overwhelmed me, as I had quite literally grown up with Max and Chloe, and the decision was almost symbolic as my growth as a person, which I am too grateful for. Tried to hold it back, but simply writing this made me cry again. Oh, and so <laughs> I, I thought that was really cool of just yeah. how impactful this is going. And um, even that thought process, like I, I would, I, you know, I like they mentioned, I would probably just move it down one spot. But I think that that, that thought of um, that's gone, that's the past, it's good and it's important, but this is like the new. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Um, I thought that was cool, and uh, I felt like that needed shared for sure. Yeah. Um, their longer post um, is linked to on the Reddit post, so if you find it, you can read their further thought. They had more thoughts there, but I felt like that section of it, it really encapsulated it well. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that is it. We have done Life is Strange Through Colors. Uh, this is our longest episode of all time. This is awesome. I hope you enjoy it. Um, I, I know I enjoyed getting to talk through this game uh pretty deeply and share it with you all and uh-huh. hear your thoughts um i don't know again another really like rewarding thing about doing this podcast and seeing people love these games together with us so thank you for coming along for this uh-huh. this was cool um so <laughs> wrapping up <laughs> uh, thanks for bearing with us <laughs> yeah yeah thanks for being here uh, uh if you'd like to talk with us more about this game you can on twitter at story ever pod our website's thegreateststoryeverplayed.com. That has all of our old episodes, including episodes on each of the previous Life is Strange episodes. So um, I think, actually, there's probably almost 15 or 20 hours of Life is Strange content now oh, or wow. before this that we've done just through all the games. So if you want more, it is very much so there. I think that's pretty cool that we've managed to talk about a game series this long. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> but it's there. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, you can do that on patreon.com slash the greatest story ever played. As little as a dollar per month will get you access to bonus episodes we do, uh, like things like our favorite Pokemon, uh, <laughs> or we rank the Life is Strange episodes um, before this uh, with the other three games. So mm-hmm. there are things like that available if you'd like. Um, and yeah, that is our episode, and we will see you next time. Yep. See ya.